Been playing for a while Sweet kicks Cause footy makes you smile Sweet kicks football If you're getting ready for the trials Gotta go the extra mile Sweet kicks football not always hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? Need to develop your footwork or explosive speed? Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website, sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au Gotta go the extra mile Sweet Kicks Football Hi, Matt Welsh here. In Australia, drowning is one of the biggest killers of kids under five. So take a few minutes to check your pool barrier set for this summer. Visit kidsafe.com.au to find out how. Because safe barriers save lives. If you've had something stolen... Or if you've had property damaged, you need the police, not the sirens. If you've lost something or found something valuable... Or if you want to register a party or let us know you're going away on holiday, you need the police not the sirens. When you need the police, but not the sirens, you can now report these incidents online at police.vic.gov.au or call 131444. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls, Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz. Hi, this is Missy Higgins for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs, mostly people having a good time and a few drinks. But what I'd hate to see is someone getting behind the wheel after they'd been drinking. Being even a little bit over the limit makes it too easy to lose control. So if you plan to drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. Remember, music lives and you should too. I was lucky that when I picked up the phone that day to call my best friend... Uh, he answered. Despite almost every Australian knowing someone who has been affected by suicide, we still don't talk about it. Lifeline Australia's new podcast, Holding On To Hope, shares stories of survivors and the connections made to find the hope to keep living. Because when we talk about suicide, we realise our capacity to support those around us. Holding On To Hope. Lifeline.org.au forward slash podcast. The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. There's jumpers, hoodies and tees for you at leaguetees.com.au 
www.tees.com.au is your place for retro footy gear with designs created by local artists that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, their unique range of women's footy tees help raise funds for Indigenous literacy programs. Get online and start shopping today. The mate with the high-tech Bluetooth fish finder, but not a life jacket. You know the type. So when enjoying the water, make the right call to keep your mates safe. Make sure they wear a life jacket. A message from your mates at Royal Life Saving. It's women's Aussie rules, they're doing what they love. They're fast and tough, don't mess with them because they can get rough. Are you ready for the challenge? Are you ready for the mess? It's the call of the game. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day. Uh, yes, a very warm welcome to the uh, Women's Australian Rules football broadcast of today's VFLW clash between Collingwood and the Southern Saints at the Magpies Spiritual Home Victoria Park. Cracking day for footy, brilliant conditions, sun's out, a cool and balmy day, no real wind about either. I'm Paul Sebastiani, your host and play-by-play caller, and to the left of me, alongside of me, is Lucy Watkin. Lucy, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Paul. Good to be back at Vic Park. I mean, I'm a local now, so... <laughs> Good to be down at the the local park. Very nice. Come out here and kick the footy with the uh, with the dogs and stuff. I'm assuming. I do. Like yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, alongside me as well is our match analyst Elise Collette. Elise, how are you? Morning, Paul. Yeah, not too bad. It's going to be a good day. It is indeed. Now um, we start with uh, last week's games as well, which we can which we can touch on. Both teams coming into this game undefeated, off off, off tight win a tight win for the uh, for the Saints last week. Collingwood as well with a tight win too. But uh, interesting to note a few outs too. So we'll see exactly what happens with regards to, with regards to the game today. But uh, what what are we sort of looking for from both teams today? I mean. I think I think both competitions, VFLW and AFLW, are sort of starting to move away from, you know, we're just developing young girls, we're bringing them in, and, and it's going to start to become about winning. What do you think, Lucy? I think so too, and I think it's interesting that now we have the AFLW players getting that opportunity to push their case uh, every week in the competition as it's now aligned with the AFLW competition, which obviously brings a, a new dimension to a competition when you have players... Like in the past, in the VFLW, there have been yes, the AFLW players playing, but it's been sort of that yeah, that keep keep the run the legs, keep the development going for that upcoming AFLW season. But now it's just that little bit more competitive. They're trying to earn a place in a team, and also trying to bring the girls, uh, the VFLW listed players, along with them. Yeah, and Elise, what are you what are you looking for in today's game? Um, I guess specifically for the Pies, um, are are they able to continue their good 2019 form into this year I guess you can't really yeah you can't really go off too much off 2019 because we didn't have any footy last year but the Pies they were dominant in their last practice match against North but then they only just beat the Cats so where do they sit yeah, that's that's a that's a fair point, and a few a few outs for the Pies as well. Uh, they've got Haslam and Ricardo coming out. Guy, me, Ma, and Grant and Cowan uh, are coming in as well. And the Saints they miss out on their best player last week as well. Matten goes out. She kicked three goals last week. Kelly and not all come out, and for the Saints the ends are Kearns, Capsalis, Harris, Silver, and Robertson. So I, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that 
chopping and changing throughout the year as well as as girls sort of start to show form and, and the AFLW girls who have come back down into the VFLW lineup starting to starting to show um, that development and, and being able to play to structure and whatnot. But I think the, the pressure is going to be on, on Chloe McMillan and we'll ask her this when she, she does come on, on air in, in about 15 minutes' time. But taking over from Penny Cooler-Reed, who was, who was fantastic back in 2019, that was probably probably the last time I, I called Collingwood. I think it was in, in that grand final. And they were fantastic that day. What do you think about the pressure on her? I know it, it's, it's always hard to inherit a, inherit a new football team, but a premiership squad, it's, it's going to be even harder. Yeah, it is a hard to ask for Chloe McMillan to have that kind of pressure on her. But I think the thing that sort of helps her is the fact that obviously 2020 a season didn't get underway. And so it's almost this weird feeling of, I think a lot of those Collingwood girls would, would obviously know that they're premiership players, but it wouldn't feel like you're coming into a season as a reigning premier because of that break. And also Chloe has been with the with Collingwood since the inception of the AFLW and the inception of their women's programs. So she's had a very long journey to get to this stage to be their VFLW coach. And I think, if anything, it just means she knows the girls probably just as well as Penny, knows the systems just as well, and uh, is, would already be a great mentor to a lot of them. Yeah, it's, it's a fair point you raised too. She, I think she's the she's also the AFLW defensive line yep. coach, I think. So I, I think that knowledge that she has that in-depth knowledge of not only the squad but the way they play certain strengths of each sort of player it, it, it bodes well and, and and you've got to be a fan of promoting people within your club as well rather than going out and getting someone externally so so kudos to Collingwood there and you know she's oh, all coaches have got got jobs on their hands to to try and make finals and, and win premierships and more so with Collingwood you know given their 2019 VFLW grand final win which is fantastic now Elise eyes on any players today what, what are you thinking from an individual point of view um, I, from Collingwood again, I think she might actually be an emergency, but if she gets a chance to play, I can't wait to see what Trisha Cowan does. She played her juniors at the same club I did, Blackburn, and she, she was one of a, a group of girls around about the same age that were very talented, always played, played nab league, played like rep football, and yeah, it'll be good to see her finally get a, a shot at VFL level. Yeah, I think the one I was actually looking forward to to watching was the uh, the goal scorer from last week for Collingwood, uh, 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 Barnett. Uh, she uh, Imogen Barnett. She kicked four last week and was named named best of field. And and I'll, I'll definitely be asking. I think we should definitely be asking Chloe McMillan, the head coach of Collingwood, exactly how she saw her game last week because it's, I think when you look at these games as well and especially at VFLW and AFLW level and, and it's it's the case of with, with with the Southern Saints this week is that they're missing their their leading goal scorer from last week which which is a big big blow for them um, you know she uh, I think it was uh, who was it Matten Matten kicked three goals last week in basically what was a match winning match winning performance you know the Saints obviously getting um, getting over the line Against Essendon, seven five forty seven to four five twenty nine at the hangar last week. It, I think what I, what I've realised, just sort of analysing sort of statistical stuff with with these VFLW and AFLW teams. I don't know if you've seen this as well, Lucy, but if one or two of their good players are out, it it just completely hurts the team, just beyond beyond belief. Yeah, it does. It changes changes the dynamic of a team a lot. Having those really good players out. Um, St Kilda, I think the one piece missing from the AFLW team is to have a superstar player um, in their team. So the Southern Saints today are without any of the AFLW girls today due to injuries. Uh, I think Poppy Kelly, Rebecca Ott and Jess Matten, they're all AFLW listed players 
will be called as emergencies because of injuries down at the Saints. But you're right, Paul, it does really change the dynamic of a team and whack out the balance. So it'll be interesting to see how they can sort of um, recalibrate after those sorts of changes. Now, Elise, your VFLW girl, uh, girls, the Casey, how did they go? They, they won comfortably uh, against my blue boys. I thought you were yeah. going to say something to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, Casey were absolutely uh, brilliant last week. Uh, they had a few AFLW-listed girls do very well. Brenda Tarrant being one of them, and she has been duly rewarded this week. But I, I guess the thing with all uh, VFLW clubs that are AFLW-aligned is they've got to work out a way that they can't rely on the AFLW-listed girls because mm. they're not always going to be there every week. So you've got to have a group of VFLW-listed girls. They've got to step up and perform every week, yeah, no matter whether the AFLW girls are there or not. Yeah, now I, I wasn't able to catch either game all the games that we called last week it was has there been and, and I, I'd really want to want to see has there been do you think an improvement from from a structural point of view and a skills point of view within within the squads that you've seen play this year Lucy I think last week I called the North Melbourne and North Melbourne Port Melbourne game and I think a big change this year has been the getting rid of the density rules right so this year they're not playing um, if you're unaware previous seasons ending after the 2019 season, every stoppage uh, ball in um, after goals, you had to have three players behind the halfway line and two players inside 50 metres. Um, and I think it was trying to open up the game. I think it did the opposite. You weren't allowing teams a fast break at the back. There were no goals being scored um, after that rebound. And that's changed now and it's also 16 aside which I think has opened up the game for the girls a lot last week I think we saw in North Melbourne and Port Melbourne two really well drilled sides which have played really really well but I went down to Williamstown v Darabin at Bandura and that was still a little bit of a scrappy um, stoppage field affair which was low scoring teams both teams didn't really take their chances but it was still a bit scrappy so I think with the aligned teams we'll see a bit more that systematic approach, but um, I think we'll still expect a few slog fests. And Elise, what did you what did you take out of out of each game sort of last week here from a structural yeah. and, and individual point of view, and how that's how the development of, of the league ha, has come over the last few years? It was an interesting one. So I covered Casey Carlton last week, and one thing I did notice for Carlton is trying to get out of their defence. If they went quicker and tried to ca uh, catch Casey out they were able to do a lot better. But if they gave Casey the time to go back and mark every player, that's where a lot of their problems started. And, yeah, Casey Casey were very good. They were just... Yeah, it was scrappy at times, but, yeah, Casey just looked a level above Carlton. Yeah, I think what I've noticed too, and, and at both levels, at, at the elite AFLW level and, and down here at VFLW level, I think sides that are able to, I don't know, you, you can you can correct me on this if, if you think I'm wrong, but I think sides that are able to control mm. football in possession rather than play that manic sort of style of football, I, I think they sort of have an edge over, over opposition. You know, whether that's to do with, you know, coaches structurally in Instructing that obviously that 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 has to be the case as well, but I think that that comes down to talent too, you know, because that type of scrappy sort of 
ruck mall type of football. I, I think you know I, I don't that it can stand up at certain times, but if you're able to control possession, especially on a day like this, dry, perfect football, and you're able to move the ground, you know you're able to open up the angles across the ground. It just it just goes a long a long way to winning. I don't know what either of you thought about that. Lucy. Well, we saw it last night. North Melbourne in that first half, dominating possession, dominating uncontested marks, just playing the game completely on their terms, moving the ball um, as they wanted it, stopped uh, Richmond from getting really any opportunities in that first half, which changed in the which changed in the third quarter. But I think North Melbourne is a team that does it really, really well. Carlton have done it um, well at times as well. But I think midfield dominance is something that we're seeing is really, really important in the AFLW, teams that have those midfields that are, are structured and play for each other um, and can accumulate the ball but have support around them, they're the teams that do really well. Yeah, and you saw Richmond's midfield last night without mm. Ben Conti. She was, she was a laid out. And as I said before, one or two of those gun players go down. You just It's just so hard for, for AFLW teams to, to really recoup and, and restructure and, and, and structure around those players being out. What, what did you make of, of Richmond last night? I thought their midfield was, was pretty lifeless early, wasn't it? Uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to watch the game because I, I was busy. But, yeah, as you were saying about one or two players. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, Richmond is one of those sides that can't afford to rely on. Uh, they've got the stars, but if one of them's out, it yeah, they've stuffed them around, so they can't afford to rely on those players all the time. Not not ideal, is it? And and, and I think from today's perspective as well, as, as we said before, with with uh, Matt, Matt and being Matt and being out of the side for, for the Saints, it just, just hurts. And that ripple effect coming down through the AFLW side hurts hurts your, v, hurts your VFLW w side as well. That, that's Speaking of that with injuries, we'll, we'll get onto that a, a little bit later, but I, I do have some notes on this, and this is going to be one of the interesting parts on the broadcast about these, these knee injuries that, that keep popping up, and, and it's not ideal for, for the girls, you know, trying to come up, and, and maybe even encouraging young junior girls to, to get into the game as well, you know, with those high, high ACL rates. So, a bit frustrating, but... Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll leave the sombre mood and, and, and get stuck further into today as uh, the Pies and, uh, and Southern Saints come out for their warm-up. Now, the player that, that was interesting to note for me was, was Maddie Shevlin. Now, she, she's been uh, she's come down into the VFLW side, and I would have thought she was almost a, a walk-up start into the AFLW team, but but not to be. What, what do you think? Yeah, she's had a wrist, a wrist injury. Okay. Right, yeah. Right, right. So she's back up in the side. I think she should be very, very hard to keep out. And, uh, well, we're going to go straight to a, a break, and uh, after the break we'll be joined by Collingwood head coach Chloe McMillan over the phone. Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or colour your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-0888 to find out more. It's Anna Mears winning gold. Hey, I'm Anna Mears. Winning gold at the Olympics was an incredible feeling. And having my biggest rival, who I'd just beaten, ride up next to me and lift my hand in victory topped off an amazing moment. We'd had our fair share of clashes over the years, but in the end, we both respected each other, and that's what really counts in sport. Be gracious in victory and in defeat. To keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair, go to playbytherules.net.au. 
could you recognise if one of your friends or family was having a stroke? Think fast. F. Face. Check their face. Has their mouth drooped? A. Arms. Can they lift both arms? S. Speech. Is their speech slurred or confused? T. Time. Don't wait. Call Triple O now. Think fast. Act fast. A message from the National Stroke Foundation. We are the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, striving to empower our most marginalised communities through literacy and education. Literacy is having a voice. Literacy is opportunity. Literacy is dreaming big. Literacy is freedom. Today, you can help end inequality and give every child access to our life-changing and proven literacy programs. Your support is vital. Donate now at alnf.org. No business wants to throw money away. But did you know sending resources to landfill can be more expensive than recycling them? Planet Ark's free business recycling service can kickstart your workplace recycling journey, help you find the right recycling solutions and give you a competitive edge. Join the 1 million Australians using business recycling to keep valuable resources in circulation. Visit businessrecycling.com.au. It's just good business. Yes, and welcome back to the Women's Australian Rules football broadcast of today's VFLW clash between Collingwood and the Southern States. And a very warm welcome to those tuning into the live video stream online as well. I'm your play-by-play caller and host today, Paul Sebastiani, joined by Lucy. Lucy Watkin, we had a, a good chat uh, in the off in the, in the break as well. And we've got uh, Chloe McMillan on the line about to join us. Elise Collette, I'm sure, sure you're keen to ask a few questions. But uh, Chloe, without further ado, welcome to the show. And uh, how are we feeling ahead of, ahead of today? game against the Southern Saints. Thanks for having me. I'm um, feeling really excited. It's good to get back out on the path for round two, so just can't wait for the game to get started now. Now, Chloe, as well, you, you've taken over a premiership uh, winning team. No, no, no pressure at all, but but how, how do you deal with it? Um, yeah, it's been a different experience coming in. Obviously, last year wasn't sort of the first year that we planned for um, me taking on the role, but it's been really exciting. Like, obviously, we've got a, a pretty good group together, and We've brought in some fresh new faces, so it's sort of a fresh start after what was a pretty challenging 2020 year for everyone. So now we're just looking to the positives and we're back playing footy. I was just about to ask, Chloe, what's it like coming back as a premiership winning side when you've had had the year off? How do you sort of pin a focus with the girls? Um, oh, it's been a different sort of focus. Like Obviously, um, a lot of the group that was involved in that premiership with Penny, obviously now at Williamstown, aren't at the club so it's almost a a fresh start in a way that yes it was great to have success but then again we've got to refocus and and restart like you know every year is a new year and you can't really um, rest on being a premier from the last season so yeah now it's sort of just making our own way again this year and and hopefully competing and and playing some good footy. Uh, Chloe you you touched on how you brought in some new faces what are some of the new players that fans can look out for today? Yeah, one we're really excited with is Liv Ma, who's coming from the Eastern Rangers NAB League team. Um, she was probably pretty stiff not to get drafted um, at the end of last season. So she's come in and she's um, been a real performer of our pre-season. And now, yeah, she gets her chance today to make her debut. So she's one to keep an eye out for. 
Now, Chloe, uh, Imogen Barnett, she was fantastic last week with, with, with four goals and she was named one of, one of the best to field. Tell us about the, the quality that she brings into the into the Pies forward line. Yeah, Imogen's been fantastic. We um, In the 2020 season that got called off, she was actually going to be a key defender. Um, and so she's got that flexibility to play at both ends of the ground and we sort of cemented her in the forward line for this season and she's come in, she's really confident. Um, you know, she... She didn't drop much at all last week and she got rewarded on the scoreboard, which was nice. So she's worked really hard and she's a a really good person um, in our group. It was a close win last week, Chloe. It must have been really pleasing to see the girls uh, take that one, take that one away, but also how important are those early wins? Yeah, yeah. It was a a pretty tough away trip down at Geelong and obviously first game for a lot of people playing VFL and um, myself coaching the first game, so it was really nice to get the reward. Um, we probably took a few lessons out of that, which was which was a positive thing, as well as taking away the four points. So um, while winning isn't everything, and it's certainly not for us, it was good to see sort of the players' hard work get rewarded as well. Now, Maddie Shevlin came back off a what was, I believe, a, a wrist injury last week and was named in the best. What are you expecting from her today, minutes-wise, and, and from a game perspective, where, whereabouts will she situate herself on the field? Yeah, Shev's come back from a broken wrist, so she's um yeah toiled away and done a lot of a fair bit of running um, while she couldn't play. So she's looking really fit. She'll probably play um, across the wing, and we'll just monitor her game time so that if tomorrow she's required as an AFL emergency, then she can come in and play a role there as well. Looking ahead to today, what are the key focus areas for you guys as a team, and I guess the areas of the Saints game that you're targeting and trying to beat. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the Saints are a really skillful side. They like to use the footy by foot, so we want to make sure that we can restrict them from winning the footy first, and then um, get our hands on it and get the ball going back our way quickly into the forward line. Yeah. Now, with regards to the AFLW players as well, do you, I mean, have you sort of noticed that? And we were discussing this before. Have you noticed that there's been a distinct sort of uh, a development with regards to skills and structure and how the girls are really improving their football from year to year? Yeah, definitely. Like, I think previous years you would have been able to see a clear gap between some of the AFL players that play and some of the VFL players, but now it's sort of more of a whole squad depth um, and, you know, you, you just play as in a team. You're not really an AFL player or a VFL player. You're, you know, playing the same game and on a similar sort of level. Is that sort of that saying, rising tide lifts all boats, Chloe? What's that, sorry? The saying, rising tide lifts lifts all boats, that um, having these AFW players come through the team the last three years has just um, lifted the standard for all of the players? Yeah, I think so. I think the, the VFL list players get a lot of um, confidence and um, obviously can learn a fair bit off the AFL players when they're in. So having more of an access to that earlier on has definitely helped with the development of, of all VFL players. And just the final one before we, we let you go, I usually like to do this, and I know coaches don't like picking out individual players, but if, if there was one of the VFLW listed girls or, or a host of them that, you, that have sort of surprised you throughout the year and for someone to look out for on the video stream today, who, who, would, who would that be? Um, oh, I don't usually like doing this. I don't, most coaches don't. Um, there's a couple of girls that probably haven't surprised but have worked really hard on their game. Um, one of them is Marla Neal, who will wear a helmet. She's in the midfield. She's someone that will just work hard all day. She tackles, she pressures. Um, and then another one who's a quiet achiever is Elizabeth Jackson. Um, she plays on the wing for us and 
for her first game last week, um, played really well. So it was exciting for her to come in and play a first VFL game from NAB League and, and yeah, really turn it on. Chloe, appreciate it. Sorry for putting you under the pump with that question. <laughs> good, good luck today. No worries. Good luck today and uh, all the best. Cheers. Thank you very much. No worries. Chloe McMillan there joining us, uh, the Collingwood head coach. Uh, what, do, what do we make of that? They've, uh, they sound like they're up and about, the uh, the Magpies, back at home here at Victoria Park. The sun's out and uh, there's a bit of confidence brimming about them, I think, Lucy. Yeah, there is. Chloe seems very excited to be here. It's always really good to see Collingwood play at Victoria Park. But as she mentioned, they've got some new faces, some old faces, and um, they've got a real advantage over the Saints today, having those AFLW girls available. Has Chloe won you over with a tip? Uh, there, at least. She sounded very confident, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, and I guess you can't really afford to not be confident yeah. as a coach, can you? Of course, I know. Absolutely. And, uh, well, joining us soon will be uh, uh, Southern Saints coach uh, uh, Dale, uh, Dale Robinson. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Southern Saints, the Magpies did, did defeat them, obviously, quite well last time they played them. So it'll be interesting to see how both sides do, do approach it. And, and I, like, I like the fact that we've got you know, we've got some other younger girls that the coaches sort of do recognise, you know, from a VFLW listed perspective too, that they're going to try to try to make their way onto an AFLW list. And I think now that we've got this competition up and running and, and going, we, we won't see, we'll see that proper natural progression from juniors to, to, to VFLW and into AFLW. So, you know, we're going to actually be seeing natural footballers come through. I, don't, I, I know we've got a lot of cross-coders that, that come through now, and I think that is only going to improve the competition, Lucy. Yeah, definitely. Having those girls who, like in the AFW, that are coming through that pathway, um, having that extra opportunity now to, that if you don't get drafted into the AFLW, you're going to come into the VFLW and play with, with these players, which Chloe said you do get that exposure to the AFLW system a little bit as well. It can only be a good thing. Definitely. Yeah. We'll take a quick break on uh, Women's Australian Rules Football Radio. And joining us on the other side will be the Southern Saints coach, Dale Robinson. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League girls. Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz. Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or colour your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-0AA to find out more. A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis, there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1-800-RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. 
After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Yes, back here on the Women's Australian Rules football broadcast of today's VFLW clash between Collingwood and the Southern Saints. I'm Paul Sebastiani, joined alongside me by Lucy Watkin and Elise Collette. But without further ado, we've got the Southern Saints head coach, Dale Robinson. Dale, how are you going ahead of today's game? Feeling good, thank you, Paul. Uh Great to have you guys, and uh, thanks for having me on. Now, we've got you guys had a, had a very good win uh, against Essendon last week, but you are missing your leading goal kicker from last week, uh, uh, Mrs. Manage. She was fantastic with three goals. Um, how exactly are you, you going to structure the forward line, sort of centering uh, around that out this week? Oh, the beauty is we've probably got a few avenues to goal, and uh, and we've got some good smalls and talls. So uh, I trust the uh, the girls that are down there can all put scores on the board and not uh, just have to rely on one player. Um, Jess was fantastic for us this week, uh, last week, but uh, we've got some opportunities for other girls to uh, to get themselves on the board this week. Speaking of uh, Jess being out, uh, Dale, you've also lost the other AFRW listed players. Does that upset the balance of the team, or is it just as you said, like just another opportunity? No, it's another opportunity. We've we've been very clear through our entire program that we're part of um, one bigger program. It's not just a VFL and an AFL team and that we'll have changes each week and each week those girls will come down to get the best opportunity they can to push themselves up for selection at AFL level and we want to get around them for that and they, they help bring us up to another level uh, for our VFL girls to learn from them. So whichever girls... Um, rotate back through and get game time with us. Uh, it's an opportunity for our girls to learn and, and just to keep growing as footballers themselves. With those AFLW players out, who from your VFLW list can fans look out for today and you are you expecting to do really well? Um, I think uh, we Tara Bahana will probably play a pivotal role for us today. Um, Ashlyn Curley uh, will give us plenty of run. A couple of our young girls, we've got um, Maddie Capsalis coming back through. And uh, Amy Silver back into the team. And then, um, you know, up forward, uh, we've, we've still got some, some good speed around some of our smalls. So I think uh, we've got some pretty good balance across the board. Now, Dale, it's always a difficult task trying to play Collingwood at Victoria Park, more so when they're coming off, off a premiership win uh, in, in 2019. What do you think? I, I don't know, you, you obviously need to play your own, babe, but from their own point of view, from Collingwood's point of view, what do you think that you girls uh, uh, need to stop uh, uh, to stop them from playing their own game? What, what, are the, what are the focus points from an opposition point of view? Oh, for us, it's, uh, we, we really base our game around the defensive pressure and then the transition of, of um, working from that defence into our offence and our ball movement. So, you know, I get the girls to, to focus on, on what we want to achieve as Saints footy and uh, I think we can do that through really good defensive pressure uh, and then getting the opportunity to move the ball well. Had a good win uh, last week, Dale. What were the takeaways from that and will you bring any of that into this week? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think our second quarter was probably our best last week and just showing that uh, when, when we play the game uh, the way that we want to and, and we move the ball that we, the way that we want to, um, it, it, it's good-looking footy, but it's also very effective. So we want to really take the positives out of that and the way that we, uh, we attack our footy and, uh, and hopefully get plenty more of that uh, across four quarters this week. You guys did play the Pies a few times in the 2019 final series. Does that play much of a factor for you guys today, considering we didn't have the season last year? 
I think you you can always look at the history and um, and look at teams that hold their cores together. But you know, twelve months off, uh, the, the competition itself looks quite different. Um, with a lot of players transitioning through the AFLW as well, so I think now you, you really get that that level of girls being able to learn and, and grow through the VFL. So I think all of us look quite different. So 2019 has its place in history, but we go into into the game looking at um, a lot of fresh faces on both sides. So it, it'll definitely be a good game today. And Dale, just one of the discussion points with with regards to I think just the physicality of the game, we, we've noticed that, and I know it's it's unfortunately prevalent with, with the girls, the ACL injuries. We had a host of them last week as well. From from uh, from a strength and conditioning point of view, I don't know if you're probably the right person to ask. I'm sure you are, but what are the what are the clubs do you think are sort of going to try to do now to, to maybe prevent that from happening in the long run, and, and sort of trying to balance that that those numbers out because it seems to be coming quite high in the you know the last the last couple. Of years. Oh, it's certainly an injury that, that's a, a devastating one for players because it puts you out for so long. But um, I think clubs are getting better and better at putting a lot of uh, prehab work into the girls, especially through their strength and conditioning and um, working through the different areas of the body that we need to build up that traditionally a lot of the female players haven't probably focused on. And because you know, you're starting to see the girls come through um, at a junior level that have sort of had a pathway all the way through, but there's still a lot of girls around that have also come from different sports. So from a strength and conditioning perspective, it's that real focus on uh, prehab work and trying to strengthen the areas that probably are causing some of the weaknesses with ACLs. Yeah, definitely, Dale. And you mentioned there the pathway. I said to ask Chloe... Um, you know, with the AFW players coming through and, as you said, the, um, the program being um, labelled as one program, is that sort of thing of rising tide lifts all boats in that it's just elevating the standard across the board? Oh, absolutely. So you're seeing it all the way through from the girls that are coming through, your 13, 14 and 15, and having that opportunity to play footy, um, then that's filtering through into your VFL and that's filtering into your AFL. So each year that the AFLW keeps working, you see the standard lift and the, the grassroots stuff behind that has to go with it to, um, to keep building and getting stronger each year. So each platform just keeps getting better. Well, Dale, uh, thank you very much for, for joining us on uh, the Women's Australian Rules Football Radio broadcast today. We appreciate your time and, and all the best for today. No worries. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Dale Robinson there, the Southern Saints head coach. And, uh, well, it's, I think we're set, for, we're set for a big game today, ladies. It's going to be a good one. What did we take out of the chat with, with Dale? I think uh, there's a sort of sense that they're going to be able to replace the... Um, the, the loss of, of a couple of players, the AFLW players that they've had. Yeah, she sounds very confident that, that the, it won't upset the balance. And I think the key point that I took away from that is that they've, they've labelled it one program. They're not distinguish, distinguishing between AFLW and VFLW girls. They're ensuring that the, the way they play is the Saints way, whether that's in the AFLW or the VFLW. So it'll be interesting to see um, that, that the VFLW girls can stack up. But I'm looking forward to seeing seeing how they do. And we'll take a quick break with uh, with that and uh, we'll be straight back right after these messages. Been playing for a while Sweet kicks Cos footy makes you smile Sweet kicks football If you're getting ready for the trials Gotta go the extra mile Sweet Kicks Football Not always hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? 
to develop your footwork or explosive speed. Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website, sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au. Gotta go the extra mile. Sweet Kicks Football. Oh, hi, I'm Maria from Sesame Street. And Elma's Elma. And we're here to talk about driveways. Driveways can be dangerous for children. Or little red monsters. So it's important for parents to always watch their children around them. Yeah, driveways are for cars, not for play. That's right, Elmo. Play only in safe places away from driveways because people in cars may not see you. Uh, Elmo sees you, Maria. Tag, you're in. Oh, here I come, <laughs> Elmo. Remember, driveways are like roads. Always supervise, separate, and see. Learn more at kidsafevic.com.au. How often should you wash your hands? Maybe around nine times a day. Four? Like 20. Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands? After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food. How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of ten. Six or seven. Seven point five. Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. Food safety, it's in your hands. And that it is indeed the VFL Women Match of the Day between Collingwood and the Southern Saints. This is the Women's Australian Rules football broadcast of today's Round 2 Clash here at the Magpies Spiritual Home, Victoria Park. I'm Paul Sebastiani. Lucy Watkin and Elise Collett join me. Now, we spoke to Dale Robinson uh, uh, pre-break there and uh, we got onto the topic of, of ACL injuries in women's football. Now, I did, I did my homework last night, as, as all and, and all presenters do now. The research papers actually indicate with these uh, with injuries that this ACL injury that I, I think it's about two to ten times more prevalent within girls. I don't know if you you two have have had a look at any have had have, have had a look at any of these studies, but but it's 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 one that sports and con, uh, strength and conditioning coaches haven't been able to really get a gauge onto why exactly that is. They they have ideas. Um, which I'll sort of go through in the next thing, but whatever, what have you made of it in the in the opening sort of seasons of AFLW and VFLW release? Yeah, it's interesting. I believe um, Brooke Patterson, former Melbourne defender, is doing a study on ACLs and trying to determine what it is that causes it to happen so much, so much more often in women. But yeah, we didn't seem to have like too many ACLs the first couple of weeks of AFLW, and then last week it was damn. Like I think it was four in. The AFLW and Jess Trend in the VFLW. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they can work out what it is about women that causes it to happen so much more often. But, yeah. Now, Lucy, you've played. What have you sort of made of it? I mean, back down at sort of that, you know, the grassroots and, and VFLW level, mm. are, are, is the competition doing enough in, in regards to this, this area of concern, do you think? There is definitely enough being done. I know that. The AFL has put a lot of money into the studies and especially with what Brooke Patterson is doing. The AFL is looking into it because obviously for better or for worse or for lack of a better phrase, it's not a good look. Mm. But I'm firmly on board with the call of like it's not a cause for alarm. It's not anything to be scared of. It's not 
going to end the game of women's football, which I think some commenters all of a sudden go to doom and gloom when these kinds of things happen. A lot of the time an ACL is bad luck. That's what it comes down to. Um, and there's a myriad of factors that come into it. Family history, they're looking into menstrual cycles, um, the angle of the hips, um, your strength and conditioning yourself, prehab, rehab, change of direction, um, how fit you are, how strong you are. There's so many things that come into it that I just think the more we study it, the more it's looked into, the, the better it will get. But the biggest thing that can be done to ensure that they get rid of ACL, not get rid of them, but have a decline in the number of ACLs in the AFLW is to professionalise the sport. Yep. Mm. It is, at the moment, really the only thing that can be done that will have a drastic effect on these injuries and a lot of the injuries across the AFLW. If you have girls dedicated to being athletes and being allowed to have that time to do it without distractions and work and um, having to think about those things outside of their football, there will be a massive change. Yeah, it's, a, it's a brilliant point you raise, I think, too. And from what I was reading up as well with these research papers is that... I, <laughs> I think it's a multivariate, and as you said, there are so many factors that go into why it would occur and why the why the women are more prevalent to tearing their ACL than over the boys. But what I found really interesting was there's also in these research papers it says that the change of movement and change of direction from a younger age, getting that yep. movement and muscle memory and movement into into the system physically from from a young from a young age is is what is going to help as well is is what these is what these research papers sort of were recommending and saying now i think as as we move into the realm of aflw becoming a lot more of a popular sport for young girls as well they're going to be able to understand how to brace how to jump and, and how to twist and turn properly and, mm -hmm. and at, at a younger age and i think that's going to to become you know, one of the telling factors as to why why numbers may may decrease too. So, I think it, it's part and parcel of the competition becoming a lot more professional, and and pathways from a younger age because we haven't we haven't seen it. You know, we haven't seen it. A lot of a lot of the girls are cross coders. You know, yeah. from different sports too. So, I think it is a ripple effect from the AFLW becoming professional, and then the pathways in in the from the grassroots level all the way through right to the elite level starting to become a lot more accessible accessible for the girls. I don't know if that was a, a, sentiment, a sentiment you shared, Elise. Yeah, because yeah, I'm even noticing at local level, it, even in things like warm-up, um, knee injury prevention is becoming more of a concern. So they're doing warm-ups to make sure that the knees are stable and warmed up. So they're trying to avoid it, but... Yeah, that's the thing with the fact that AFLW is not professional. You've got to yeah, you've got to remember that if a boy if a boy in the AFL does or ACL, they can sit at home and relax and take the time to make sure that their recovery's done well. But with the girls, they've got to think about work and they can't stay off their knee as much as a guy would be able to. Look, it's just it's just a time time factor, isn't it? It's just it, it's the thing, isn't it? Time and money, Lucy. That's, that's just like yeah, exactly. Stuff. It's time, it's money, it's it's all those sorts of things. But as I said, it's it'll it'll it will change and it will get better. And there's been evidence of it in um, in other sports. And it's really interesting if you follow any women's sports from around the world. There's always for some well, not for some reason, but there is always 
you know, that there is always a crisis point of ACLs in one weekend or one week. Or I remember reading something in the Telegraph in the UK about it in the um, women's uh, Super League, the Premier League equivalent of a very similar thing. So it happens everywhere. It's not limited to just um, Aussie rules football. It, it It is a thing that it is something that happens, but I don't think it should deter anyone from playing the yeah, game. Yeah, I don't think, and from from the club's point of view as well, I don't think it should be, not that it shouldn't be at the forefront of their mind, but I don't think prevention should be the the go-to answer because then that's when you sort of tie back with your, you know, your effort or you might not go into a contest yeah, harder yeah. than you should. And, you know, I, I think it's going to become more around strengthening the whole core and the body rather than saying, mm. okay, well, we need to stop these injuries. And, and I think that's that's what you're yeah. sort of getting I think Elise is right. The education around it is yep. a lot better as well. And like professionalising, that sort of thing, once the education and the research behind it, um, you know, becomes more prevalent and um, more available as well like it'll just ripple down into all clubs and as you said the pathways will have a big effect on that but most clubs are doing some kind of um, you know some kind of warm-up or prehab kind of thing in all warm-ups whether that's training before games just to ensure that girls are landing properly taking off properly and changing direction as well. And just as you discuss that, the Southern Saints are making their way out onto Victoria Park as, as we speak. It's a Tell you what, it's an absolutely cracking day for, <laughs> for yep. football, is it not? Yeah, and, it, and also, I mean, we go back to those injuries too, but you see it, and it, as you were saying, with the development and how we understand these things more. And I think it's the the, the fact, or the, the big one in football, I think, is a concussion. That's that's one thing that yeah. I think that we can look towards and say, well, the AFL is slowly starting to become better at at, at managing that and, and understanding that you know there's going to be a concussion rule in, in in process. I mean, it's a completely different injury to to the ACL and how that's caused, but I, I think we can take learnings off that and, and understand how, how we use that how we use that. So, yes, the Southern Saints girls are preparing for for their warm up today, and um, well. We'll get stuck into some uh, just quick little match predictions. Just straight off the top of your head, Elise, who wins today? Uh, it's going to be <laughs> interesting because the Saints did get a good win last week, but I was lucky enough to watch Collingwood in a practice match a few weeks ago, and they were they were absolutely brilliant. So I'm going to go the Pies, but I think it'll be a close game. We'll see. I think I'm going to go the Pies as well, but a bit closer for the Saints this week. I think, we're, I think it's a trio of, of Pies here, so uh, as much as that hurts me to say, being, being <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think, I think the Pies will be a little bit too classy. I think the outs for the Saints are just going to hurt them yep. a little bit too much as well. So so we await uh, the Magpies. They're still not, they still haven't taken the field yet. They're home ground. They can come out whenever they like, I guess. So Now, I think from a structural point of view, and both coaches were, were saying this as well, is that I like the fact that what Dale, she said when, when I asked her about how they're going to stop Collingwood, I like coaches that come in and, and, and want to play their, their own game as well. So it'll be interesting to see tactically how both sides shift the ball and, and whether or not one side gets on top of each other, what changes, mm. how the structures change. So at least that's that's for you to, to have a look at as our, yes. our match analyst and, and we'll, be, we'll be keeping an eye on that. So. What, what are we looking for from both teams from today's game, Lucy? What, what do you think we take out of the game? Does it now start to become winning? Is it all about winning now, which obviously all sports are, but, but I think the VFLW and AFLW slowly starting to become towards that. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll come down to control, I think. It may not be windy up here in the grandstand here at Big Park, but there is sometimes a blustery breeze that goes across the ground. So I think 
trying to keep control of the ball and a little bit of pace, I think, will do the Saints some good. And we'll, uh, we'll, with, that, with that, we'll take a uh, quick break. And on the other side of these messages, we'll be back for the first bounce between Collingwood and the Southern Saints. Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Elder abuse can take many forms. Financial abuse is the most common. He said, Mum, I'll get money for you. I gave him my card. He's my son. And then I got a call from the bank manager. I never expected this from my daughter. If I don't change my will, I can't see the grandkids again. For free confidential support, call 1800 Elder Help. That's 1800 353 374. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. Even I could Hey guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Lisa from the Veronica's for Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. What does it mean to be a designated driver? It means you're the friend who's agreed not to drink, not the person who's had the least to drink. It's cool to do and it shows you care about your friends. If you screw up just once, then your life changes forever. Face it, their lives are in your hands. So why don't you and your friends take it in turns to be the designated driver when you go out? You'll make the road safer for all of us. A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis, there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1800RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls. Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages, at Draft Central Oz. How often should you wash your hands? Maybe around nine times a day. Four? Like 20? Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands? After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food. How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of 10. Six or seven. 7.5? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. 
Food safety, it's in your hands. The Smith family have been helping disadvantaged Australian children for decades. Today we focus on helping children break the cycle of disadvantage by supporting them to get the most out of their education. But right now, one in six Australian children are living in poverty and don't have what they need for school. These kids need a hand up, not a handout. You can help them get the school essentials they need to fit in and the extra learning support to keep up. Please sponsor an Australian child today. Search The Smith Family. It's women's Aussie rules. They're doing what they love. They're fast and tough. Don't mess with them because they can get rough. Are you ready for the challenge? Are you ready for the mess? It's the call of the game. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day. Yes, back here on the Women's Australian Rules Football broadcast of the clash between Collingwood and the Southern States from Victoria Park. Both sides out on the field going through their warm-ups. And we've got about four minutes until the first bounce, Lucy. Now, uh, both teams going through through their paces. And uh, we've got a, a selection of, of magpies here in, in, from, from a tipping mm. point of view. Now, uh, I don't know how that's going to go, but uh, I think last time, last time I went against, I think I ended up getting... I can't remember if... if, if I bug it up, so it'll be interesting to see how we go from a tipping point of view. But uh, for those of you, just a quick little update with the live stream. Uh, I think we might be having some some tech issues, so uh, if you're wanting to, to tune into today's game, make sure you, you keep here on uh, on Women's Australian Rules Football Radio. So we'll be your go-to for today's game. Uh, now, as we said before, with um, from a, from a structural point of view, with, with both these sides, I usually like to, to ask who's who's going to lead the goal scoring today because oh. being a betting being a betting man is quietly and, and I can plug it. I do work for, for betdeluxe.com.au and Pete's given me the uh, Pete's given me the the allowance for uh, for a bit of a name drop there, which which is okay. So um, leading goal scorer, who do you think is going to lead the goal scoring for, for either team? I mean, for me, it looks like a, a, a moral for the for the Magpies in, in Barnett. She's a leading goal scorer, but uh, what are we thinking? Uh, I'm not sure because, uh, as we were talking about earlier, the um, leading goal scorer last week for the, the Saints isn't actually playing. So I guess maybe Val- Valerie Morea, Tara Bahana, someone like that, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard to go past Barnett after the form she had last week. But I'm also looking at a player like Bella Smith, who's on the AFRW list, and uh, Amelia Villado as well, who I know play in that for in the Collingwood forward line. I'll take the bets for this one. So, uh, <laughs> this is an SP thing. I promise it's not a league. <laughs> All right. So both teams in their in their huddles at the moment. And uh, well, from an AFLW perspective, the Pies five and zip, and the whole both both organisations undefeated. And looks like it, it might be the same if we have our way today with our tips. So. Pies as an organisation can go seven and zip today. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. So both teams making their way into their respective positions. And it looks like the it looks like the Magpies will be kicking towards. Geez, how good's that? What a start that is. We didn't even know. We don't even know which way are the team. Believe the Pies are, are kicking to what you might call the uh, the Bath Street end. I think so. Yeah. Southern Saints going towards the Sharon stand. Yep, yep. So just seeing the other side of the Sharon stand, that's the way that the, the pies are going. Without further ado, Lucy Watkin, 
to take us through the first bounce, Collingwood versus Southern Saints. So the umpire, he's got the ball aloft now, waiting for that first siren to sound. Round two of the VFLW gets underway with the ball going towards Bahana. She gets the tap out. It's wrapped up in the middle. Bahana gets the ball away into the hands of Smith, who gets it away to Marla Neal. Her kick just towards the outer wing will now go towards the half forward. Great kicking now by the Pies. They look to go inside 50. Good kick over the head of its target. Chrissy Stratton comes in. Great tackle inside 50. It's called holding the ball. And Chrissy Stratton will have the first shot for the Pies. Only a slight angle, 35 metres out. Do you back her from here, Lucy? Distance could maybe be a little bit of a problem, but she's a big chance, Christy Stratton. One of those AFLW-listed pies got close to the player on the mark. Won't make the distance. Off hands, over the head. It's a goal. Great first goal going the way of the pies. I think it was Caitlin Bunker. The Caitlin Bunker snapped it, over snapped it over her head after getting the crumbs. And that's the perfect start for the pies. Six straight six to Southern, to Southern Saints yet to score. And that came off the back of some really good forward pressure. Yeah, the, um, even though the uh, kick from Stratton dropped short, you just can't switch off. You've got to keep doing that third and fourth effort just to yeah try and get that goal. And um, good work from the Pies. Great start. So the Magpies get the first goal of the game. Almost with inside a minute there. And uh, we're back... back. Back underway in the middle of the of Victoria Park, and from the centre clearance, the Pies look like they're going to win it again. Although the handball was poor, ended up with Stewart. Saints get a clearance, and they're on the outer wing here, marked by DeAngelis, and she goes up further afield. And the Saints moving this along half forward, so the Saints look to come into attack. They're on the outer side here, driving ball inside forward 50. Player at the back there for the Pies, and they take the defensive mark. So right on the outer side here, Pies looking to transfer this ball up further afield and couldn't take the mark out there. Handball inside by Collingwood. That might have been in the back against St Kilda and it is. It's going to be a free kick going the way of King. The Ruckman, starting Ruckman for the Magpies today, she'll take a free kick at halfback. So King just sends it high and long up the line, right onto the NAB logo that they'll be using for the AFLW here tomorrow at Vic Park. Ball in dispute in the middle of the ground. Goes out back towards the pie. Kick outside the boot was clever. In pursuit is Stratton and Smith. Now they're still in pursuit as the ball wobbles out towards the wing in front of the interchange bench. Getting it is Shevlin. Shevlin pops it on the right boot inside 50. Big mark taken there by the leading goal kicker last week, Imogen Barnett. Yeah, that was a great strong mark there from Barnett. It was great work from the pie's um, coming out of defence, trying to find that space, and it worked for them in the end. So Barnett, she's going to be kicking from about 45 metres, slight angle, sends it on its way, kick way across the face, pack forms, no one took the mark, but the kick around the body will not bounce through. It's going to be just taken over the line by the Saints. Couldn't get the lucky bounce there, the Pies. Shot on goal came from 51, Matilda Zander. So Nixon to take the kick in for the Saints. Collingwood 1-1-7. The Saints yet to score and she plays on immediately, driving this ball up towards halfback. And a good mark in front taken by Bahana. 
And Dale Robertson said she's going to be playing an important role in this side today. Barnett stands the mark. She's just inside defensive 50. She winds up on the left boot. It's a low, hard kick. Her target was silver. Went over the head of her. Picked up by Amar for the pies. And she gets the ball back. Driving ball inside forward 50. Might have been a chop of the arm. Free kick to Collingwood. No, umpire said it was legal. Handball by Capsalis. And now the Saints clear. Towards the centre of the ground. Over the head of the Magpies defenders. In hot pursuit was Trent, was uh, Trenowin. Now... The Pies manufacture this towards the outside here, but I think it's a great tackle there by the Southern Saints on... Uh, uh, that was on Velado. She was caught holding the ball, and the Saints have a free kick in the middle of the ground. It'll be taken by uh, Batuna, and she goes out wider towards, this, uh, towards the outer side of the ground. Saints, ball in dispute at the moment. It's about 70 metres out from St Kilda's goal, but the Pies win it back. Well done by Velado, and uh, she's wrapped up immediately. Great tackle. And it'll be a free kick going the way of the Southern Saints. Being wrapped up there was Neil. So, at centre wing, they drive the ball towards Ford 50. It's a good kick coming out to take the mark for the Southern Saints was Rapari. Now, she's got options further afield. She goes long towards the top of the square. Coming across was a Collingwood defender. Couldn't take a good pick up there by, uh, that was Shevlin. Trying to drive the ball out towards half-back. And they do well here, the Pies. A mark at half-back. And they'll look to transfer play towards this outer side. So the kick wasn't great, just along the ground. Picked off by the Saints into the hands of Hannah Stewart. Stewart was tackled to the ground and will have a ball up. So the umpire comes in. King v Bahana. Bohana in the ruck. So the ball up just 70 metres from the Saints' goal. Wrapped up was Smith. Ball in dispute. Quick little handball. Got back to Silva, who sends it inside 50. Mark wasn't taken. But the Saints hold possession. Taking it now is Joliffe, who takes a shot towards goal across the face through the hands of the Collingwood defender and will have a ball in in that right forward pocket for the Southern Saints. So Southern Saints deep inside forward 50, looking for their first foray forward, first attack on goal. They're yet, yet to score at the moment. Four and a half minutes into this opening quarter. Ball tossed in. Rucks go at it. Collingwood look like they're going to win the current. So good tackle there by Kearns. But a ball comes out towards the outer side. In chase there was DeAngelis, but the boundary line's going to beat her and we'll have it tossed in about 45 metres out from the Southern Saints goal. Outer side here at Victoria Park. Collingwood lead at 1-1-7. The Southern Saints yet to score at least. What are you made of the game so far? It, it's interesting. Both teams seem to want to play wide and quick. So it'll be interesting to see who... Um who wins out in that one? So from the throw-in, Collingwood win the ball. Although, great tackle there by Rapari, and that's holding the ball. She's rewarded for great great forward pressure and a good tackle. And she'll take the set shot from, I'd say, around about 40 metres out, pretty much directly in front. She's got leads for her up towards a goal square, but she ignores those, and she's going to go for goal. Oh. Oh, no, she's played on quickly here. Handball over the top to uh, Bahana and her shot at goals just across the face. Umpire rushing across and signals are behind. So the Saints get the first score of the game for themselves and they go to one behind, one point. Collingwood 1-1-7, they lead it by one straight goal. So Ferguson's going to bring it in to play for the Pies. She sends it long towards this broadcast wing. Over the head of Smith, Shevlin laid the tackle into the hands of the Southern Saints. Handball didn't go anywhere. Ball just in dispute but now. Comes to the Collingwood as they get a handball away. Another handball over the wing looking for Smith. Smith gets the ground ball, does the fend off, just gets the handball away. Looking for Bunker into the hands of Dana Smith. Her kick towards the Southern Saints goal is picked off at half back by Collingwood. 
So Collingwood going to send it short again up the wing, but it's going to be picked off by Rebecca Neves. Her handball to Bahana missed the player. Now on the ground, Smith. She's trying to hold it up on the wing, and the umpire said, I will ball it up. So it's currently the Pies leading the Saints. 1-1-7 to 1 score. About seven and a half minutes gone. So ball up, just the attacking side of the wing for the Southern Saints. In dispute at the moment, it's pinging around like a hot potato. They're neither side able to really control it. Comes towards halfback for the Pies. They take possession, handball out. Saints doing really well with their offensive pressure here, locking the ball in their front half again and have a ball up right on the point of the square, about 60 metres out from the Southern Saints goal. They trail by an even kick at the moment. So Rucks go at it again. Plenty of plays around this football. Pies do well to get it to the outside, and they're going to shift it now to centre wing. They kick up further afield. Sheplin led the race, couldn't take it. Uh, that was Barnett, sorry. And the Saints have got numbers here. Barnett doing really well in the uh, three-on-two in favour of the Saints, and she wraps up her opponent, locks it in, and will have a ball up. Just the attacking side of the wing for the Magpies now in front of their interchange gate. So Rucks do battle again. Again, a heap of plays around this one and doing well at the clearance with Stratton. She was wrapped up really well there. Uh, in defence, but now they move forward, the Pies inside forward 50, good kick forward by Hallett, ball gets out the back towards Bunker, she kicks towards goal, it's a bouncing ball, doing well in retrieval there for the Southern Saints, they do it well, they come out towards this outer side and it's a good kick, take the mark in the defensive pocket, the target up further afield is Silver, and she almost marked uncontested, and she's going to get a free kick here. Definitely chop of the arms there. Umpire calls advantage, and they, now they can go. Neves on centre wing, driving ball towards half forward. Pies have got the numbers out the back, though, and they win possession back. Little handball over the top was OK, or just over the head of Rowe. Pies win it back, though. Looking to retreat was Jackson. She goes back, handball to the feet of her intended target. Good pick up and handball, though, by Ferguson. She wins a ball back. Handball towards uh, Hallett. She's wrapped up well. They're trying to move this ball by hand, but the Saints are doing really well to lock it in their forward half. It's about 70 out from their goal, and that was definitely a throw out the back there. I think Neves, as she was tackled, she threw that. It's going to be a free kick to Collingwood, and Jackson will take it. Neves has tried to get a little bit of a, a rugby pass behind the back. <laughs> but she wasn't fooling the umpire as Smith gets it right in front of the interchange bench, gets the handball to Edmund. Edmund got to Stratton, and Stratton was wrapped up by ex-teammate Ashlyn Curley, who's come over to the Southern Saints after being involved in that premiership win. So Curley, she sends it right up the line. High ball looking for Silver. Wasn't taken. Taken instead by Imogen Purcell of Collingwood. She was wrapped up as the umpire called. The mark was touched, and it's wrapped up just in front of us in our broadcast position. Centre wing. Pies currently leading the Southern Saints by a goal. Bahana, her tap down, found a player in... This player's not on our team list, I don't think. Uh, was it Stewart? But Stewart, Stewart now has the ball right on the AFLW logo. Got a handball to Bahana. Bahana just got the kick away. Went up round to Moreau. Beautiful pick up off the ground and a handball to Petuna. She goes for a run, gets the kick over. It's going to go out the back, but the bounce was not good for DeAngelis, so there'll be a throw up in that left forward pocket. That silly shaped ball just didn't bounce No, the right way. didn't bounce the right way. They were out if it did. So, umpire is, I thought he was going to throw that up for a second there. He stepped in about 20 metres and he'll toss it in. Ball around about 30 metres out from the Southern Saints goal. They're yet to kick one. One behind. Magpies 117 and I think the umpire's called a hold here. It's going to go the way of the Southern Saints at this stoppage. And it will go the way of, I believe it is, Jolliffe. 
Yes, so she is about 25 to 30 metres out. Slight angle here. No real breeze to speak of. Distance won't be an issue, just a question of accuracy. So can she manufacture the first goal for the Southern Saints? She trots in. 30 metres out, kick skews right off the side of her boot and it's not even going to make the distance. And the Saints try to keep this alive. Ball right next to the boundary. The Pies do really well, though, extracting the ball out. Little handball, doing it really well. Shevlin up further afield. Her kick, I think that came off her wrist that went that far. Only went about five metres. Southern Saints do well to lock it in their forward half. It's about 60 out from their goal. Doing really well on Salamson Candy with Stewart. She kicked it inside, forward 50. Saints can't find a mark. They... Try to get this ball towards the top of the square, but the snap around the body is cut off by Guy, and she takes a defensive relieving mark in the back pocket. So Guy now looking to go up the wing as the umpire gives a 50 for an encroachment on the mark. So we don't have the new uh, rule in the AFL in the VFLW or AFLW, so a bit unlucky there, the Southern Saints as Jennifer Guy now takes the ball just from the defensive half of the wing, finds Bella Smith, who's now just on the edge of the square on the outer side of the park. She looks to go long towards half forward, but the ball went to no one in particular. In pursuit was Caitlin Bunker. She's wrapped up, and the umpire will come in for a ball up. Yeah, just a quick little update before we get back into this game. Geelong 1-1-7 around the grounds. Williamstown yet to score in that one, Lucy. Annalise. <laughs> Looking good for Geelong early as we're about 45 metres from the Pies goal. Kick towards goal was got away by Edmund. She got into the pocket. Imogen Barnett overran the ball. Ball in dispute now just, just besides the point post. I think the umpire will give us a ball up. Inside 50 now for the Pies who lead by a straight kick. Dangerous position here for the Southern Saints. Around about 10 metres out from goal. Although they do well, they get the clearance there and it comes towards this broadcast side, towards the defensive pocket. Pies have got the numbers here though, two on one. Doing really well and stepping inside her opponent was Xander uh, and her kick was cut off though. And the Saints can now move this ball and, oh geez, a drop mark. Dropped a put really, it was a chest mark and uh, that was DeAngelis and the ball trickles over the boundary line and out of play. I'd be disappointed with that, the Southern Saints, they were, they were right yeah. out there Elise. Yeah, momentum was not her friend on that, on that occasion. <laughs> so, we'll have it tossed in. I think it's just King in the ruck here. Uh, yeah, she's nominated but uh, yeah, she's got a clear height advantage but the ball's not going to get to him because the throw in didn't make it there. From the clear, the clearing kick by Jolliffe, went about 30 metres towards centre wing. Collingwood have got the numbers though. Uh, Murray did well for St Kilda to hold the ball up. Good tackle, should have been dropping the ball there against O'Connor. Umpire said play on and getting right into the back of her opponent was Velado. And the umpire will say, no, no, give it to me. We'll ball it up. King in the ruck again. Neves and her do battle. Right on centre wing here, broadcast side. Little handball out the back there by the Saints. Ends up in the hand of Vanderheim. She got a handball out over towards... Uh, we, we haven't got a 52 on the, uh, on the Saints list, but we'll, we'll, try, we'll try to venture in our style about that. I think it's Alice Burke. Yeah. It looks like Alice Burke, but so, she's not on our team sheet. From our play now, we're, we're back at centre wing here, and the Pies... Oh, that's a great tackle. Should have been holding the ball. Should have been rewarded. Umpire said play on. Ball in dispute again on centre wing. And we'll have a ball up as the Pies lead it. 1-1-7. The Southern Saints one behind. It's an even goal margin to the Magpies. So King and Neves, they'll go for it on centre wing. Hold it up 
held up was Xander of the Pies. And we'll have a secondary ball up two metres to the left of where we started there. So centre wing now. Tap over the top was slapped away. Xander, she got a foot to it. Handball didn't get away for the Pies as Shevlin just busts through. Back into the hands of Xander. Her handball was looking for King. She dropped it and back to Xander. She got the kick off the ground. Just trying to gain some territory up the wing. The umpire says we'll have another ball up. So just on the defensive side of the wing for the Pies. Sorry, for the Saints. As the umpire balls it back up. Coming through the stoppage was Joel Liff. Her kick around the body went through the hands of the player in... Oh, we don't have a 50 either. <laughs> this team shit. Sorry, Pete. The team sheets are no good today, but Velado now inside 50 for the Southern Saints, trying to clear it out for the Pies. Goes for a bit of a run, got the short handball away, and the kick away will come towards the boundary line on the wing. The bounce favoured the Pies as Dana Smith got the handball away. Silver now twists and turns, gets the kick inside 50. Mark not taken to the feet of Smith. Her kick just to Velado. Velado gets the handball to Xander, and Xander will send it into the centre of the ground. Her kick didn't find a target, so now it's into the hands of Neves. Neves, her handball back found Smith, and Smith sends it to centre-half forward for the Pies. Collected on the bounce, now sent inside 50, and a great mark has been taken inside 50 for the, the Saints. Into the hands of Hines, and Hines, her short kick into the pocket. I think Peck's taken the mark found there by the looks Peck. of it. Yeah. So Peck's just gone back to mark the mark for the defender. Very tight angle for Peck here, but she'll be kicking from about 15 metres out. So only about three minutes to go in this quarter. So a goal here would be great for the Southern Saints. Peck goes back, tough angle, tough kick, and she can't get the goal. So it's the second score for the Saints, but it's a point. So the Pies currently lead 1-1-7 to the Southern Saints. Two behinds. Uh, Pies take the kicking quickly. Work it out. To the back pocket here, out of sight of Victoria Park. To go the chip games. This is a poor kick. Intercepting it though. And going towards goal. That was curly, but uh, it's gone across the it's gone through for one behind, just missing. The Saints notch up another point. So they go to three behinds, three points. The Pies one one seven. Saints doing all the attacking in the last couple of minutes here in this opening quarter. We've travelled 17 minutes, and again, they lock the ball in the forward half. Good tackling by the Saints. And we'll have a stoppage around about 50 metres out, just where the boundary line meets the 50-metre arc. So still inside 50 for the Southern Saints. Umpire throws it in between Silver and Smith. Just taps around, just ping-ponged around a bit as no one got clear possession. Now it's on 50. Bahana comes through. Silver, she got a kick inside 50. Couldn't find a target. Moreau looks lively, but it's picked up by the, by Collingwood. He'll clear away. Shevlin, she's in dispute of the ball. That speed. Great pick-up. Tries to get around Curly. Got a kick around the body just up the wing. In dispute now by a few players into the hands of Durante. She got a kick up the wing looking for Imogen Barnett who received it on the half volley. Twists, turns, gets the handball away. Now the ball will be sent inside 50 by Edmund. Edmund's kick was so high and it was trying to find Neil. 
Neil. She's on the boundary. She's going to kick for goal, but it's going to just miss. That could have almost been goal of the year by Marla Neal if that went through for the Pies. They go to 1-2-8 to 0-3-3. About a minute and a half to go in this first quarter. So Southern Saints to take the kick in at least. Oh, there, there we go. go. There's a siren. Quarter time siren here at Victoria Park. It is the Magpies leading it 1-2-8. The Southern Saints three behind three points. Elise, what have you? What did you make of the, the last half of that quarter? It looked like the Saints got on top but just, just weren't able to capitalise from those inside 50s. Yeah, absolutely. And there were a couple that could have could have been goals there for the Saints but just went a little bit askew. And one interesting thing I've noticed from both sides is... is Defensive pressure is high from both sides, but if they're able to get get some space and some run, they're able to do a lot of damage and get very close to to goal. And yeah, very even contest so far. Now we found that missing player that <laughs> for St Kilda. It's it's a it's Elise Burke. Elise Burke. Yeah, you were right, Lucy. <laughs> I was right. She's got um, she's got some pink in her hair now as well. So I didn't quite um recognise her. But a little update from the other game happening at the moment. Geelong lead Williamstown 2-2-14 to Williamstown yet to score, which is happening down at Warren Ponds. So both sides in their huddles. Now, Lee, what do you, what do you think uh, both sides would be looking to, to do to thwart opposition and then try to sort of create their own sort of football and, and, and movement forward? It, it was a pretty hotly contested first quarter. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... More for the Saints, I'd argue, just just taking that extra second and um, when they're going for goal, because they've had a few kicks go a bit iffy off the boot, for want of a better word. So yeah, if they take the extra second or like try and find um, a lead up up forward, they, things might be a little bit different. But yeah, we'll wait and see. And uh, well, I think I think the Southern Saints they really miss um, Jess Matten. <laughs> that forward line, she kicked three goals last week. They've been able to get shots on goal, but just haven't been able to convert. Lucy, what did you make of the first quarter? Yeah, very hotly contested. That ball, I think, like the 2019 semi-final, I think it was, played very much in between the arcs by uh, both teams. And I think they're, we're looking for that team, as, as we mentioned, to sort of get control and take possession, play a bit more bit more controlled style of footy, but yet to see that yet very frantic first half. And we'll head to a quarter time break and straight after it'll be second quarter action at Victoria Park between the Magpies and the Southern Saints. Been playing for a while Sweet kicks Cos footy makes you smile Sweet kicks football If you're getting ready for the trial Go the extra mile Sweet kicks football Not always hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? Need to develop your footwork or explosive speed? Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au Gotta go the extra mile Sweet Kicks Football Oh hi, I'm Maria from Sesame Street And Elmo 
is Elma. And we're here to talk about driveways. Driveways can be dangerous for children. Or little red monsters. So it's important for parents to always watch their children around them. Yeah, driveways are for cars, not for play. That's right, Elmo. Play only in safe places away from driveways because people in cars may not see you. Uh, Elmo sees you, Maria. Tag, you're it. Oh, here I come, Elmo. <laughs> Remember, driveways are like roads. Always supervise, separate, and see. Learn more at kidsafevic.com.au. How often should you wash your hands? Maybe around nine times a day. Four? Like 20? Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands? After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food. How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of ten. Six or seven. Seven point five? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. Food safety, it's in your hands. Yes, welcome back to the Women's Australian Rules Football broadcast of this round two clash between Collingwood and the Southern Saints. It is a Collingwood Magpies who lead it at quarter time. One, two, eight to the Southern Saints. Three behinds, three points. The sole goal kicker in that quarter was Caitlin Bunker, but uh, there was good good things to like about the Southern Saints going forward of centre there. Just not able to capitalise on their uh, opportunities going inside forward 50. Elise, what are, what are we looking for in this second quarter from both sides? I'm trying to create those opportunities in space because the defensive and tackle pressure is high from both sides. But when they're able to get into space and get wide, they're able to do a lot of damage. So, yeah, they'll be trying to trying to create more of that, shall we say. And, and Lucy, it looked like Collingwood was sort of on the back foot, but trying to trying to counter, trying to sort of sucker mm. punch soccer style. I don't know. What did you make of that first quarter and what are you looking for here? I think I'm just looking for either either team, as I mentioned just before the break, just slow it down, take control, just try and take control of that ball just so it's not so um, so pingy in yeah, a way. It was, like, was manic around the contest throughout that first quarter, wasn't it? Yeah. Both sides back in position for the commencement of the second quarter here at Victoria Park. Couldn't ask for a better day here at the moment. And it will be uh, Lucy Watkin to take us through the opening action of the second quarter. Siren sounds. We're getting underway in this second quarter. 20 minutes straight, the quarters in VFLW this year as King gets the tap away, but only far as Silver. Her kick was affected and sh into the hands of Shevlin. Shevlin sends it just towards half forward for the Pies. Tapped over the head of her player by Durante. Just sent it inside just gained territory inside 50 for the Pies, but now it'll go into the hands of the Saints, trying to clear the ball away. Handball wasn't pay, wasn't allowed, and so the umpire will say, let's have a ball up. Just inside 50 for the Pies in the right forward pocket. So Bahana and King will come again to contest the ruck. King, she won the tap down, got the ball out to Neil. Neil, handball out to Bunker. Bunker sends it in towards 50. Great mark taken there by Ballot Smith. So we'll have a shot on goal here for the Pies. It's good response by the Pies there after they, you know, that sort of last half of that first quarter, they were, they were dominated. They're getting on board. Well, they might get on board again early here. Smith comes in, 25 out, slight angle, puts it on the left, and it's perfect start for the Pies, who get their second goal. 
for the game and they move to two to my math is really bad. Two two fourteen two zero three three. Uh, Only a minute thirty gone in this first quarter. Your thoughts, Elise Collette? Yeah, it's great work from the pies there and just trying to yeah, they were creating the space out of the middle and although it was sort of in two bits, it still eventuated into a goal. So back in the middle it'll be King to do battle with Bohana in the ruck. So Rucks go at it again. King with the clear tap there, but the Saints are going to get the clearance towards this broadcast side wing. Hodder's in hot pursuit, and she just fumbled at a critical stage there, just let her opponent in. Good tackle by Shevlin. She wraps her opponent up. Ball in dispute at the moment, just the attacking side of the wing for the Magpies, and the umpire crosses himself. We'll have a ball up. King in battle in the ruck again. She's been dominant in the early stages of this uh, first quarter from the hit outs and a good smother there by Hallett and she causes another stoppage and we'll have it tossed in. Plenty of players around this one. Magpies lead at 2-2-14 Southern Saints, three behind, three points. We've travelled two minutes 40 into this second quarter from the ruck contest. Jackson was in there just fumbling the ball. Neves put her head over it. Collingwood trying to win the ball forward but uh, we'll have yet another stoppage as Neil's wrapped up tight. King will do battle in the ruck again. So both go at it. She wins a tap. Saints trying to win this ball forward. Burke was in there. They do well to force the ball forward, though, the Pies. But the umpire's going to call a holding free kick going the way of the Southern Saints. And it looks like it'll be... Looks like it will be... Uh, is I think it may have been Curley who took that free kick and she comes out wide here and it's marked by Capsalis in the defensive pocket for the Southern Saints. So Capsalis looks to switch the ball, runs inboard. The head, the kick went over the head of Georgia McLean into the hands of um, Kirstie Stratton of the Pies. Good defensive pressure by the Saints, held the ball up as the ball now, 30 metres in front of the Collingwood goal, just held up as the umpire circles and will have a ball up. Good work there by the Saints to stop a quick run on. Yeah, it could have been a bit of a uh, bit of a disaster there. So in the ruck we'll have Smith and Neves. Smith, she won the tap down. Ball in dispute on the ground. Handball got away only as far as Elizabeth Jackson. Ball still tumbling about inside 50 for the Pies. Many players around the ball here inside 50. Umpire circles again and there will be another ball up. Just a slight angle on goal, about 40 metres out from Collingwood's goal. Now going towards the Bath Street end are Collingwood Southern Saints. Southern Saints just toward the Sharon stand. Burke over and the football, puts the block on, allows her teammate to get the handball, sweeping handball out to Curly into the pocket. Just a bit of fumble meant that she put herself under pressure and she was wrapped up by Maddie Shevlin. And we'll have another ball up inside the forward 50 of the Pies. So, from the stoppage, Rooks go at it again. It's a great tackle there. Good, good, good pressure by the Magpies here in their forward line. Burke trying to get the kick forward. She tumbled at about 15 metres to the Saints' advantage. Plenty of players around this one again, and we'll have yet another stoppage, this time right on the 50. Out of sight here, half forward flank. Collingwood attacking to this left-hand side of Victoria Park from a broadcast perspective, but... 
Bumbling away here about 40 metres out from God. Neither team able to really get a clean position. It comes out the back, though. Winning it was Jolliffe. She snaps around the body, gains a bit of territory. It's outside defensive 50 for the Saints. And her intended target was wrapped up immediately. Pies doing really well to lock this inside their forward half. We'll have another stoppage. 60 metres out from their goal. They lead it 2-2-14. The Southern Saints, three behinds, three points. Five and a half minutes gone in this, opening in this second quarter. From the stoppage, the Pines win it out the back there. They had an outlet. But Southern Saints, again, doing well to keep this ball in dispute. Not allow Collingwood an easy possession. Neither side are at the moment. Good tackle, no umpire. I think it's called a throw. I think it's going to go the way of the Pines, is it, I believe? Yeah. yeah. Both umpires deliberating here. No, one's calling oh. one way, the other's calling the other. They've got no idea. No, oh. the free kick's eventually going to end up with Collingwood. Okay, right. Purcell will take the free kick at half forward for the Magpies. Sends it inside 50, looking to go quick. Couldn't find her opponent, but now it's going to be taken out by Neves. Neves, she got a kick away to Ashling Curley. Curley was dealt with a little bit after the mark, was looking for a 50. She looks to switch. She's looking for Dana Smith. The kick wasn't great. It was cut off by Stratton. Stratton wraps at the opponent. It's going to be in dispute right at centre-half forward. True centre-half forward now for the Pies. I'm liking that the Saints are trying to be creative. They're trying to switch. It's just not coming off for them yet, Elise. Yeah, and the, the kicks aren't looking the most confident as well. And that that's the second time now that they've gone to, to kick it in defensive 50. And it's been cut off and could have been an absolute disaster. So, Pies manufacture this ball forward. Good kick forward by Jackson. And uh, Barnett chucked it really well. Stepped across an opponent on the right boot. Sails towards goal. Goal of the day. That's her first of the day. Brilliantly done. to picked it up. Sidestepped her opponent. Wheeled around and roosted home a goal from about 30 out. And that's the third for the Magpies today. 3-2-20. The Southern Saints, three behinds, three points. Imogen Barnett with her first of the day and her fifth of the year. And that was a fantastic goal. Elisa, well, what did we make of that? Brilliant, brilliant bit of individual play. Yeah, absolutely. And continu continuing her uh, good form from last week. And, yeah, the Pies just bridging a little bit of a gap between the... Well, not bridging, creating, I should say. Bit of a gap between them and the Saints here. So back from the middle now in the restart. Ball came to ground, was trying to find Shevlin. The umpire comes in and will have a restart. Just to the edge of the edge of the centre circle. Ball up again. Rucks go at it. Comes out the back to Guy. Guy couldn't get possession and it ends up in the hands of Curly. Curly Interesting kick, sort of defensively towards the outer wing for the Southern Saints. Didn't gain any territory, but they've done well to hold it up on the outer on the outer wing. Ball in dispute, Stratton. She's on the bottom of a pack, and the umpire will say, "Let's have a ball up just on the edge of the square on the outer side of Big Park." So both teams trying to look for a clearance and get this ball out into open play. Saints will manufacture a little handball out. Jolliffe with the uh, left foot floating kick up towards centre wing. Pies do well defensively to keep it in front of them and not get it out the back. A little handball there by Velado was okay. And the Pies, geez, it's a risky kick, but it might pay off here. Into the centre of the ground. Had to sit and wait for it there, did Marsh. He was wrapped up immediately. Ball is hotly contested. They do well here, though, the Southern Saints, to stop that, uh, to stop that Collingwood venture forward. A great oh, tackle 50. and a 50 as well. 
the kick after the holding the ball was paid. Uh, is that just yeah, a case of player not listening or he not can't, hearing? Can't not hear the whistle. That was as loud as <laughs> well. Loud as the anything. moment. <laughs> but yeah, this is this will be the Saints possibly the Saints' first inside fifty so for the quarter. Correct Nixon, me if I'm wrong. A little bit. It is indeed. Nixon a little bit too far out to score. The kick was a poor one. Pies intercepted. They're going by hand here, but the Southern Saints do well to win it back. Ball is just fumbling around, neither team able to take clear possession, 40 metres out from the Southern Saints goal, kicking it off the ground with Silver Southern Saints, that's a great tackle fantastic tackle, not rewarded though Saints really trying to find a clean possession, about 35 metres out Pies do well to stop that 4A forward and will have a stoppage inside forward 50 for the Southern Saints, they trail by 17 points, Collingwood 3 2 20, Southern Saints 3 behind 3 points, we've travelled 10 minutes 10 seconds into this second quarter so the Southern Saints haven't scored since this, about the 17-minute mark of that first quarter. And they've just inside 50 for the first time here, but it'll be Collingwood who gets the ball away towards the wing, looking for Matilda Zander over her head. Does well to pressure the player from the Southern Saints who was getting it away. It's going to be sent straight back in by Ebony Vanderheim. She was Her kick was um, affected, and now the ball is in dispute. Just on the corner of the square... Still in the forward half of the Southern Saints. The umpire comes to ball it up. Smith and Bahana. Neither gets the tap away, but will find its way to Stewart. Stewart was wrapped up immediately by Neil, who wrestles the ball out of her hands and runs away with it. Her kick into the centre of the ground it was a two-on-one, and it's picked off by Amelia Peck. Peck. She played on, on immediately, but her kick was under pressure, so didn't travel too far. She's done well to follow up her own ball. Dived on it on the edge of the square, did Amelia Peck, but it's come out to Stratton. Stratton's handball only as far as Smith, and the umpire's found a free kick. So it's going to go the way of Smith of the Southern Saints. Oh, no, it's going the way of Collingwood. Collingwood. Here we go. Well, it's all happening here. So Collingwood get the free kick and they drive it towards half forward. And a good mark out in front. So driving kick. It's a floating, absolute wobbly kick and it's gone straight into the lap of Peck. She's had a, a bit of it early in this uh, second quarter. So Southern Saints trying to work this ball forward. It's just on their defensive side of the wing. The Pies win it back. Long kick inside forward 50. They've got the numbers back here, though, St. Kill, uh, uh, the Southern Saints. Capsalis, she was immediately wrapped up. And the kick towards goal by the Pies. Oh, it's done. A, it's gone a reverse angle switch. King in the goal square. Hey, that's done a wrong one. How fortuitous is that? And King... She cleaned up the mess off the ground from point blank range and Collingwood get their fourth. How lucky is that, Elise? Oh, I was convinced that that had actually hit the goalpost. Same. Yeah, very well done that, there by King. That has turned at right angles and fortuitously for King. It's bounced straight into her path and she makes way to the bench here. 4 2 26 now, the Pies. Southern Saints, three behinds, three points. We've travelled 12 and a half minutes into this second quarter. The Pies really starting to get away with this one now, Lucy. They are. It seems like we've got a scoring end to the left, to the left of your uh, radio, to the left of screen. But umpires coming in to throw the ball up. King came straight off the ground after that goal. I was worried they were going to be without a ruck in the centre bounce. But they found a replacement in Bella Smith. So Smith and Bahana will go at it in the ruck. 
tap down, didn't find a player, but in dispute, Shevlin ran off from the wing and got the handball to Smith. Kick around the body, was trying to find Xander. Xander picked it up on the bounce, oh. will run, take a bounce, oh. get around another player. Handball, though, wasn't great and will go back to the Southern Saints. Burke, she kicks towards the wing and it's a good kick that will find Grace Hodder. So Hodder. Going to send it up the wing just in front of the interchange bench. Bahana did well to keep it in play. She sends the centre wing, finds Stewart. She gets it to Moreau. Moreau towards half forward, but it's picked off by Amelia Velado of the Pies. So Velado, she goes quickly towards centre wing, and it's a poor kick in the mark. Taken out here by uh, Hodder. So Grace Hodder, she looks to come inside. The kick's okay. Saints looking to try to work this towards the outer wing here. Kick by Burke. Gee, it's a risky one, but it pays off. It's okay. They're going to get the ball towards half forward here, just inside the centre square. Trying to foray forward here, the Saints. The kick is a wobbly one inside forward 50. Pies do well to keep it out in front of him. Little handball there by Purcell. Geez, it was fumbled, though. Letting the Saints in here. They've got an opportunity. Kick out towards there by Haller towards centre half back. The Saints are going to go back inside forward 50 though. Kick towards full forward. Really well picked off. And now the Pies can rebound off half back. Kick towards centre wing. A lovely one. And taking it out in front of her was Bella Smith. She's just the defensive side of the wing here. Looking for options further afield. Umpire tells her to go. So she winds up on that big left boot. A thumping kick towards half four. They can get out the back here. Barnett went up. Couldn't take it. Southern Saints have got the numbers. Barnett did really well, though, to win possession back for Collingwood. But she got her opponent high. And it's going to be a free kick to the Southern Saints at half back here. They trail three behind three points. Trail Collingwood by 23 points with 4 to 26. 15 minutes gone in this second quarter. So Kapala, she sends it up centre wing. Neves fell into her hands and she gets it back from a quick one too. They want to go inside quickly, the Southern Saints. The kick was a bit of a wobbler towards 50, but it works out well for the Southern Saints. Picked off though by Velado, who will run away with it off half back. Her handball for Stratton went through her legs made it difficult for her but Villano followed up her work now she's on the wing got a handball to Smith Smith juggled the ball a bit handball over the top was looking for Hallett Hallett she fumbled the ball Burke she's wrapped up by Smith and the ball comes out into the hands of Mega. the ball now half forward Barnett dragged over the top by her opponent they're doing well, Collingwood now. Shot on goal. Sent from just inside 50 off the side of the boot. But it's going to take another wrong in. And it's going to bounce through for another goal. <laughs> that is the now. second luckiest bounce of the game for the Pies. The kick there was by Olivia Mega, who kicked it from about 40 metres out from goal. But we do have a player down now just inside 50. I think it's for the Southern. Yes, for the Southern Saints. So Collingwood, they kick their fourth goal. Fifth, fifth five, their, two, 32, yep. Five, two, 32, their fourth goal of the quarter. Yeah. And they are leading the Southern Saints. Yeah, th that kick, it looked like it was either going to go A, out of bounds, <laughs> or B, through for a behind. Yep. I don't Bloody think hell. a goal was ever in the equation for that one. Yeah, the, player, no. the player that's gone down here. Can't get a gauge on who that is at the moment, but she doesn't look in a good way. I think it might, not, be, a, might be a Hannah, knee. It? Might be a knee by the looks of it. No, I don't. No, I don't no. think it is. But 
doesn't look great. It might be Ott, actually. Yeah, it's Rebecca Ott. It is Rebecca Ott. She's in a world of hurt here. This is not good. Yeah. It that's... looks like that left knee. Yeah, she looks does a bit not look comfortable That at is all. not great. So she's been handled by two trainers here. And she's still yet to make her way from the ground. She's in, some, in a serious world of hurt at the moment. Yeah, that's... Yeah, she's definitely done something yeah, very yeah. bad there because... Yeah, she's going particularly slowly. Even for someone who's like who's done a knee, it's not good at all. So, Ott makes her way from the ground, and we're back in the middle here at Victoria Park. It is Collingwood who lead at five two thirty two. The Southern Saints three behind, three points. Jolliffe from the centre trying to win the clearance. Pies do well to put the pressure on. Good tackle there by Emmond, wrapping the ball up. Collingwood. Move this ball forward. It's uh, on centre wing. Outer side here. Good handball inside by Xander. And the Pies go inside forward. 50 ball gets out the back. Plenty of numbers around this one. Locked up. Good tackle by the Saints defender there. And it's around about 45 metres out from the Collingwood goal. Attacking again. They've dominated this quarter thus far. Four goals in this uh, second quarter. Try to go forward again from the stoppage. Little handball around the back there. Southern Saints do okay. Stepping out of a tackle and being taken high. Was uh, Peck. Yeah, she's been everywhere for the Southern Saints this quarter. Playing a line hand in defence. Velada did really well. Gee, she's shown some good attack on the footy this quarter. Doing a, She went in again for a second effort. Won the ball back. Did it really well. Collingwood move it forward now through Shevlin. And a shot on goal. He's just going to stay on the nearer side there, and it goes through for one behind. So Collingwood now go to 5-3-33. The Southern Saints, three behind, three points. Collingwood lead it by an even five goals, and the Saints have the kick in at fullback. So Velado and Shevlin, probably the best of the AFLW girls so far for Collingwood. Unfortunately for the Southern Saints, one of theirs, Rebecca Ott, has just come off the ground with a right, a left leg injury, sorry, I should say. Kick... Came out towards half forward, but it's picked up by Shevlin. She sends it right towards the hot spot. Mark couldn't be taken, but now in ha into hands. Got out to Colborne Veal. She tried to handball defensively. His kick towards goal is picked off. Wrapped up beautifully by Xander. Some little handballs around the goals now by Southern Saints as they get a kick away. It's going to be picked off, though, on the 50 by Collingwood. Ball, though, hasn't been taken cleanly in possession and Curly is wrapped up by Jasmine Ferguson. And there's going to be a free kick now oh, as well. Oh, the umpire's taken a tumble too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We've had everything today. <laughs> Demi Hallett of the Pies, she sends it back inside. 50 Ooh. siren sounds. Will it mark? Oh, I reckon that was a double grabber. No. Oh, the umpire's not going to pay the mark <laughs> to Imogen uh, Barnett. And she looks... She's filthy. Incredulous as she just throws the ball away. So it's Collingwood leading the Saints 5-3-32 to 0. No goals, no goals scored yet by the Southern Saints. 0-3-3. The Southern Saints, not many inside 50s in that quarter and no scores. No domination from uh, from Collingwood there. And, uh, around the grounds, Geelong 4-3-27. Williamstown one straight six that game being played down there at Deakin University in Geelong and uh, yes as you said Collingwood 5-3-33 the Southern Saints three behind three points what did you make of the first half Elise that that second quarter particularly dominated by Collingwood yeah absolutely and with the with the amount of 
possession that Collingwood had, particularly in that second quarter, they should have even been more ahead. They just, they were ruthless. Like, they did, a couple of times the Saints actually got into their 50. They didn't even look like close to scoring. So, yeah, absolutely brilliant second quarter there from the Pies. And just one note on the injury, I've been informed that the Saints AFLW assistant coach Paddy Hill went straight over to Rebecca with a look of concern on his face. So, yeah, things not looking good there for Rebecca Ott, but hopefully, hopefully it's not as bad as all seems. Yeah. Now, Lucy, that obviously said that quarter dominated by Collingwood. What have you made? What have you made of the first half? Collingwood obviously maybe adjusting a few things and being able to dominate that quarter. Yeah, they were able to dominate that quarter a lot. I think there is a, a slight advantage towards that end of the ground now as well, just for the pies, the pies in that quarter. So interesting to see if the Southern Saints can capitalise on that in the third quarter. But I just thought Collingwood's pressure was immense. Um, they put everything. Uh, the Southern Saints did under pressure but also the Southern Saints just some interesting decisions with their kicks as well trying to switch maybe when the switch wasn't there but also giving up territory with some of their kicks as well when they maybe could have been better just moving the ball a little bit faster into their um, into their attacking half but we'll see what changes they make for half time. Yes and uh, with that it's the half time break here for Women's Australian Rules Football Radio. We'll be back straight after this. It's Collingwood leading it at half time. 5-3-33 to the Southern Saints. Three behinds, three points. A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1-800-RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. There's jumpers, hoodies and tees for you at leaguetees.com.au Leaguetees.com.au is your place for retro footy gear with designs created by local artists that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, their unique range of women's footy tees help raise funds for Indigenous literacy programs. Get online and start shopping today. Leaguetees.com.au If you've had something stolen... Or if you've had property damaged, you need the police, not the sirens. If you've lost something or found something valuable. Or if you want to register a party or let us know you're going away on holiday, you need the police, not the sirens. When you need the police but not the sirens, you can now report these incidents online at police.vic.gov.au or call 131444. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Hey Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. G'day Steve. Morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? 
listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at ruok.org.au. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W, and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls. Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz. Could you recognise if one of your friends or family was having a stroke? Think fast. F. Face. Check their face. Has their mouth drooped? A. Arms. Can they lift both arms? S. Speech. Is their speech slurred or confused? T. Time. Don't wait. Call Triple O now. Think fast. Act fast. A message from the National Stroke Foundation. It's Adam Mears winning gold. Hey, I'm Anna Mears. Winning gold at the Olympics was an incredible feeling. And having my biggest rival, who I'd just beaten, ride up next to me and lift my hand in victory topped off an amazing moment. We'd had our fair share of clashes over the years, but in the end, we both respected each other, and that's what really counts in sport. Be gracious in victory and in defeat. To keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair, go to playbytherules.net.au. Hi, this is Missy Higgins for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs, mostly people having a good time and a few drinks. But what I'd hate to see is someone getting behind the wheel after they'd been drinking. Being even a little bit over the limit makes it too easy to lose control. So if you plan to drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. Remember, music lives and you should too. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or colour your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-0888 to find out more. No business wants to throw money away. But did you know sending resources to landfill can be more expensive than recycling them? Planet Ark's free business recycling service can kickstart your workplace recycling journey, help you find the right recycling solutions and give you a competitive edge. Join the 1 million Australians using business recycling to keep valuable resources in circulation. Visit businessrecycling.com.au. It's just good business. <laughs> They're my grandkids. Gee, they can make some noise. But you know what? It's a beautiful sound because they're alive and having fun. The sound I hate is silence in the pool. When a child drowns, you hear nothing. No splashing, no cries for help. 
Be vigilant around water. Fence the pool, shut the gate. I teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate, and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids Alive, do the five. Yes, back here for second half action in the clash between Collingwood and the Southern Saints. It is the Pies who lead it at halftime, 5-3-33 to the Southern Saints, three behind, three points. And uh, Lucy, the second quarter dominated by Collingwood, as we said, at, uh, just um, on the other side of this, or prior to this uh, ad break. Um, what, have we, what, have, what, have, what do the Saints have to do to, to get themselves back in this game? I think a bit more control. I think... The decision-making has been um, – they're, they're trying – I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to switch the ball. They're trying to get it out into the open side. They're trying to avoid that congestion. But at the moment, they're just not executing that very, very – that very well. So I think for them, just try and look for that shorter option. Don't try and – don't try that lateral kick that's going to put you in danger because, as we've seen, Collingwood have been so good at shutting that down. Um so maybe just take a little bit of control and as I think lots of coaches say, the easiest option is sometimes the best. Yes, and if, if you're tuning into the uh, live stream on YouTube, uh, that's, that should be back up and about now. The Southern Saints just making their way back out onto the ground. Elise, uh, well, Southern Saints, they need, to, they need to manufacture something in this second half. Where do, where do you see it coming from, from an individual point of view? They have looked okay going forward, but they just yeah. haven't been able to convert their chances. Yeah, they had... Kicks go askew, and a couple of times they were able to get into their 50 in that second quarter. The Pies' defensive pressure was just way, way too strong. But yeah, as they proved in the first quarter, if they're able to get the space and the run, they're able to do some damage. But, yeah, they've just got to try and manufacture some, yeah, some more of that. Yes, and uh, now I, I have been asked to do this. Shout out to Chloe Malloy who's tuning in on 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 YouTube. Uh, AFLW extraordinaire and stars. She's in fine form this year for for Collingwood. So a, a warm welcome and, and hello to her out wherever she may be. Uh, so Southern Saints out on the field. We await Collingwood to come out. And uh, well, there was a bit of news uh, just before that uh, quarter, uh, second quarter siren went that Ott. Uh, gone down with what looked to be a pretty serious knee injury and, and unfortunately we spoke about it prior to the game beginning and it looks like we might have another casualty to, to, to this um, to this ACL uh, issue, Lucy. Yeah, let's hope for the best for Rebecca Ott. One of the really good stories in the AFLW this year was only picked up by the Southern, by the St Kilda Saints quite uh, a few weeks ago and uh, I'm not sure whether she's yet to debut but she came onto the list really, really late as a injury replacement player. And so to see her go down today is so upsetting for for the Saints, Southern Saints and hopefully doesn't doesn't distract the girls too much and they can play out the game for, for their teammate. Now, I will say too, I've been quite impressed by the, the stoppage work effort of um, Deanna Jolliffe 
on that left boot. I, th I think she's been the, the standout for, for the Southern Saints in mm. the middle as well. And Amelia Peck playing a lone hound down, down back as well. She had a fair bit of it in that second quarter. So it's something that I think structurally the Saints, I, I don't mind them. You know, you, you've got to take the game on. You've got to try to come up with different ways to score. You know, you could see, and you, you even pointed it out too, Lucy, that they, they're trying to manufacture that switch yep. and open up the fat side of the ground. But without a couple of their leading goalkeepers, and now they've gone, they're down a down a player as well. I think it's going to be really, really, really tough for them, for them to get to get back into this. But stranger things have happened. And, uh, well, stranger things. The second siren is going and. Collingwood are yet to be out on the ground. I reckon they're. Um, I reckon they're rubbing the the belly of Buddha or the head of Buddha <laughs> with some of those bounces that they copped in in, in that. Yeah, yeah. those <laughs> last two goals, bloody hell! <laughs> Absolutely incredible. But that's that is the luck of the draw. When you push the ball forward, you get those repeat entries inside yep. forward fifty. That's what counts at the end of the day. And around the grounds as well, we've got a quick little score update from Deakin University down there in Geelong. It is the home time. Uh, the home team, the Cats, who lead at four three twenty seven. Williamstown one straight six. So Geelong on track there, up by 21 points. As uh, we still await Collingwood, who are yet to come out on the field. We've got a few minutes until this uh, second half gets underway. It is the Pies who lead it by five goals into this one. Now they've got they've had multiple goal kickers as well today, which, which is a great sign too. We've had Bal uh, Bella Smith hit the scoreboard, Caitlin Bunker. Colbert Veals hit the scoreboard a well. Imogen Barnett after her four-goal effort. She's only managed to one today, but she has looked lively up forward and she kicked a, a ripping goal on, on the right foot. That was a, a brilliant bit of uh, brilliant bit of inter, individual um, nouse and forward craft as well. Now, serve me correct, is that, that was her opposite foot, was it not the right foot? Oh, uh, don't actually know. That's probably more. I think so, yeah. Lucy. Yeah, it's a great, great goal. And uh, Sarah King, the ruckman, uh, well, the, the ruck woman, should I say. Ruck, ruck lady. She was uh, the beneficiary of a uh, of a fortuitous bounce in that goal score as the Magpies make their way out onto Victoria Park. They'd be very happy with the first half as the uh, sun bears down on them. Very, very, uh, very, very hard to beat coming into this uh, the latter half of this game. So. What are we looking for from from their point of view, Elise? I think Shevlin's look good. She's really starting yeah. to work back into it after this wrist injury. I don't know what you, you've made of her game, but but I thought she she's really covering the ground well. I think today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, her and Christy Stratton have both both played uh, quite good games so far. But something I just wanted to add to what you were saying. They've had plenty of different goal kickers, and the good thing moving forward is they're not all AFLW listed. Yeah. So I guess that's the thing with the seasons are lining up now is you can't always rely on your AFLW listed players to get you over the line because they're not going to be there every week. That's, that's a, a very, very fair point as well. And I'm just say, if anyone tuning in is a racing fan, we've got Group 1 action from Flemington today. I've got a little each-way tip about race six, number three, Flemington Imaging. So if you like uh, like one of those uh, GGs today, I'd say uh, have a little bit with betdeluxe.com.au. I'm going to give them another plug. <laughs> Shameless plugs here on the Wharf Radio call. Just able to plug anything I've been, on there. I've been given the green light by a producer and, and the head of Wharf Radio, Pete, to, to, to drop the name as many times as possible. So... Uh, Maybe we can uh, maybe we can conjure up a sponsorship deal. Adam, what do you think about that, Pete? Thumbs up. Yeah, he's he's, he's happy. Yeah. <laughs> so both teams in position for uh, second half action. Third quarter, it's Collingwood five three thirty three. The Southern Saints three behinds, three points. Umpire just waiting for the all good to go to get us underway here, and it'll be Lucy Watkin to bring us all the action early in this third quarter. 
So Siren Sounds are going to get away in this second half as umpire gets us off to the start. As Bahana, she wins the tap down. Burke, she was tackled immediately by Stratton. Umpire hovering. Ball can't be set free, so he's going to call it now and we'll have another ball up. Just to the edge of the centre circle. Secondary stoppage here to get us underway in the second quarter. Collingwood leading the Southern Saints is trying to break, break free. Stratton gets the handball to Shevlin. Mentioned her just before and her kick inside 50. Bit of a wobbler, but all bounce throughout the back. Shevlin trying to get the hand pass on the way through as Guy gets the handball away. Tap down through the feet of Stratton. Now the Southern Saints looking to clear and it's going to be in the back. So free kick going the way of the Southern Saints. Now just inside their defensive 50. So it'll be Grace Hodder to take the resulting free kick. And she drives this one up towards half back. Getting the front spot and taking good mark was Hannah Stewart. So they can relieve a bit of pressure here, the Saints. Kick up towards centre wing. Her target there was Bohana. Couldn't take the football, but she receives the handball and the kick's a wild one going to be marked by someone in the crowd that one out of bounds on the full and it'll be a resulting free kick to the magpies at half back who lead it 5-3-33 the southern southern saints three behinds three points they don't quite know who was the closest collingwood player to take the kick it'll be uh, i think it'll be Velado. yes yeah. it is amelia Velado. she'll take the free kick so at half back here, she's looking for options further afield. Hasn't really got much on, so she decides to go long to a 1v1 over the head of King. Doing well with Stewart. She got a little handball back inside traffic. Pies do well to cut that out. Handball there towards McLean. She's wrapped up immediately. Tried to get the kick away. It was partially smothered. Now the Southern Saints move it forward with Burke. Her kick, a high one towards centre wing. And the umpire's called a push. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty clear yeah, in the it's back Yeah, it's going to go the way of the Pies to, to Ebony Rowe. So Rowe, she's going to send it towards half forward. Big leap by Barnett, but went over her head still into the hands of Hodder. Looked to be taken high, but umpire says play on. Extracted by Barnett, her handball goes inside 50. It's picked up by Ebony Nixon, and she's wrapped up immediately. So the umpire will come in and we'll have a ball up 48 metres from the Collingwood goal. So King, Bahana, King just taps it over the top and the umpire says high contact. So we've got a ball going the way of the Saints to Tara Bahana. So Bahana looks wide. Hodder just landed at her feet. It was picked up and taken away by Stratton. Stratton got a handball out to Olivia Mega inside 50 through the legs of Barnett, but she did it well enough to crumb it. The kick away, though, was not great and just bounced before it went over the boundary line. So there'll be a throw-in just inside the right forward pocket for the Pies. So the Pies are once again dominating inside that forward half so far in this second half. So the umpire throws it in. Smith wins the tap down out the back into the hands of Mega. Mega's kick around the body will just work out for her. Into the hands of Smith. One step off the left. The floater was taken by the wind and got taken through. Oh, my God. That's the third lucky goal of the day for Collingwood. If it's not bouncing and taking wrong and turns or leg breaks, it's getting taken by the wind and sailing through, Elise. Jeezy, easy. That was another one that I was convinced was it yep. going to go for a behind. Bloody hell. Today's definitely Collingwood's day. That was going to end up in the portaloo toilets out there at Victoria Park at, at in the 
back in the forward pocket and it's ended up sailing through. Oh, jeez. Well, it's a six goal for the Magpies. 6-3-39. The Southern Saints, three behinds, three points. It's all been one-way traffic for the last half an hour of football in the favour of the home team. So, Rucks go at it again and from the stoppage. It might have been in the back, yes. It's going to be a free kick to the Saints and it'll go the way of uh, Burke. So she comes towards this outer side. Kicks okay. Curly takes the mark. Outer side here at Victoria Park. Southern Saints still trying to manufacture their first goal of this game. It's not going to come through that passage of play, though. The Pies do well to work it outside. Defensive 50. And now they've got the fat side of the ground open up if they can win clean possession. Kick around the body. It's a high one. And... Uh, Bella Smith has done really well to stretch out in front of her opponent and take the mark. And with that left boot, she comes inside to centre wing, bounce in front of her target. That was uh, Neil. Now the Saints win possession back towards half forward. Saints have got the numbers here at the front of the contest. Good little pick up there by Batuna. She comes towards half forward. Pies do well setting up defensively. Good tackle there, though, by Moreau. But uh, ball slips out now. Shevlin on the left boot. Jolliffe's got a bit of time to it, but the bounce didn't go her way, unfortunately. Neil has got time to gather. Shevlin wrapped up really well by Jolliffe. Umpire call play on. Curly in there, little handball. Her target was Smith. Just evaded her. Ball still in the spoot. Smith went back in and got it. Quick little handball to Burke. She drives it towards half forward. Good fist away by the Collingwood defender. The Southern State trying to get the ball out the back. Velado went in there as well, but the ball comes out towards Curly. She steadies from 35 metres out, kick towards goal. It might just go across her face and rush through for one behind, though. And the Saints get the first score of uh, on the board for themselves of this third quarter. It's only a behind, and they go to four behinds, four points. Collingwood, 6-3-39. So that's the first score for the Southern Saints since about the 17th minute of the first quarter as... Collingwood bring it in. It was a risky kick towards Xander. The kick was smothered. She did well to get it back. And the kick up the wing will find Durante. So Durante just on a half forward now for the Pies. The kick off the outside of the boot. How will it bounce? It's going to stay in play here. It was picked up by Colburn Veal and she kicked it just to grab territory up there at, at the broadcast wing for the Pies. Barnett tapped it over. Out on the full there because the it actually came off the... Uh Saints defender's foot there, so oh. yeah, it's a free kick to the pies. So Barnett, although she paddled it into the Southern Saints player's foot, she'll get that kick. Her kick wasn't great though, looking for Smith, Stewart. She gets the beneficiary of that for the Southern Saints. The handball back to Bahana. Bahana on the left, smothered off the boot. Don't you dare, umpire. But oh, it's going to be gonna, oh, last touch yeah, out of bounds. So it'll still end up into the hands of the pies, but not for not for being out on the full into the hands of Colburn Veal. He'll play it up towards half forward. Barnett had the fly but couldn't get the sit of the ball. Into the hands now of Guy. Guy, her kick to Stratton. Stratton got a handle away to Xander. She was tackled wonderfully by Rapare just on half forward as the ball gets pinged around in dispute now into the hands of Jolliffe. She'll get a handball away only as far as Guy. Guy kick around the body looking inside 50, but only as far as Amelia Peck. So Peck, she's been really good for the Southern Saints today. A kick a wobbly one towards half forward over the head of Smith. But uh, they do okay here. The Southern Saints, little handball is not going to come off, though. Picked off really well by Emmon. She gets a handball inside. 
Southern Saints do well to break down that passage of play forward by the Pies. And Velada wrapping up her opponent and trying to rip the ball out of the uh, tackle there was Guy, but the umpire crosses himself, says, give it to me, I'll have it tossed up. Just the attacking side of the wing for the Magpies. Smith up in the ruck again against Bohana. Neither ruck able to gain a tap. Ball falls the way of uh, Neil. And uh, she may, I think Collingwood play's been taken high there. Yeah, yeah. umpire off the ball's called that. The main umpire just blindsided. And uh, the free kick will go the way of Demi Hallett. Taking side of the wing for the Magpies. Going to towards this Sharon stand end of Victoria Park. And she drives this one towards half forward. Front spot there taking a good mark in front. Short kick comes inside. Jeez, it was a shocker. Straight to the feet of her target there. The handball missed Smith, and now the Pies get the turnover. Little handball was okay, although put under oh. pressure, and a good tackle there on Durante. And the free kick will be taken by Amadi Capsalis. Good bit of pressure there by the Southern Saints. And they win the ball back here, defensive side of the wing. Short kick by Capsalis. Mark, oh. geez, it was dropped by Neve. Should have taken it. Tried to take it on the second bite, but uh, we'll have a toss in. And at least it's just those little simple things that the Saints just haven't been able to get right this third quarter and throughout the game. Yeah, you almost feel like the Saints are their own worst enemy at the moment. There have been passages where they've looked really good with the space and the kicks, but just in the last however many minutes, bad kicks, bad communication, not quite sure what it is, but there's a few things there that just makes it feel like the Saints are their own worst enemy. So it's not quite coming off of the Saints at the moment, and now Collingwood will get the clearance through Edmund. Sky-high ball towards the interchange bench. Just bounces, but of course, last touch out of rules. It'll go the way of the Saints into the hands of Georgia McLean. So McLean just in front of Collingwood's bench here on the broadcast wing. She's looking inboard, heads darting, looking for an option, decides to play on, looks to go inboard, finds Neves in the middle of the pack, took a mark, plays on, wheels and goes. Kick was affected by King off the ball, and so now Collingwood will clear the ball away. Kick through the centre of the ground, big fly by Barnett. Go goes out the back, back to McLean. McLean gets the handball away into the hands of Rapare, and her quick kick will find Maddie Kapalis. So Kapalis now back towards our broadcast spot on the wing, over the head of Melanie Batuna. And so now it'll be a free kick going the way of Collingwood. So right in front of the interchange gate here for the Pies, Jennifer Guy, a driving kick towards half forward, and uh, Emma King... At the fall of the ball, she just got a scrubby little kick towards forward 50. Leading the race for St Kilda was Burke. They do well to try and lock it in here. The Saints, Jackson was in there for the Pies. Came out to Barnett. She's wrapped up really well. Great tackle. Good little bit of passage of play there by Maddie Capsala. She's getting involved early this third quarter. So Capsalis, all the play's been down this side of, of the ground broadcast side and she just uh, pops this one up high up and under kick trying to take the mark was O'Connor she couldn't take it on the first bite big pack forms around this football it's locked up really tight plenty of plays under this and, and we'll have another stoppage Collingwood lead at 6-3-39 Southern Saints four behind four points tossed up again Neves and King do battle in the ruck neither ruck able to gain a tap and uh, a volleyball spike, or a, that was almost like a tennis serve there from uh, from Burke, and uh, the umpire is going to call a throw, and it'll go the way of uh, Emma King. 
Emma King. She just Emma King. Sarah King. North Melbourne uh, AFLW ruck. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, she did once play for Collingwood, so you were close. <laughs> she ch- how, how funny was that from uh, Perk? She tried to, yeah. tried to trick the up just, <laughs> just scoop it out. Hopefully I don't catch it. Be King. A driving kick inside forward 50 for the Magpies. Front spot here, though, are the Saint defenders. They win possession back. The Pies put them under siege and a wobbly kick outside. Defensive 50. It's really well won there, though, by... Uh, that is that number 50. Okay. Uh, that, who, who is that number 50 for, for the Southern Saints? <laughs> we drive it up inside forward 50, though, for the Southern Saints, and Moreau leads the race. She's got a one-on-one deeper towards the goal square, and that one-on-one's Bohana. Couldn't take the mark. Really well defended by the Magpies, but it's going to be a hold against Bohana and a relieving free kick for the Magpies at fullback. So from fullback now, Magpies, they'll just go short into the hands of Ebony Rowe. Rowe just in that... Back pocket now for the Pies, sends it up the wing. Kick, though, was affected, Neve. But for the Southern Saints, gets the handball inside 50, but only to the feet of her teammate. Put her under pressure, and the umpire, it's going to be another holding free kick going the way of Collingwood into the hands of Elizabeth Jackson. So Jackson, she's going to send it up the wing here on the broadcast side through hands, through through burst Maddie Kapalis into the hands of Smith. Smith's handball missed Burke. So now Neil, she's going to wrap Burke up just on the half forward for the Southern Saints. In dispute, umpire says, I'll ball it up. So we've got another ball up just on half forward as we go around the grounds. Geelong now lead Williamstown 4-4-28 to Williamstown straight six. That's happening down at Deakin University Warren Pons, as we come back from the restart, Hannah Stewart won possession and she was wrapped up. So just another ball up on the attacking side of the wing for the Southern Saints. So Saints still looking for that elusive first goal. Neves won the ruck tap. The Pies do try and gain possession through Stratton, the kick up towards centre wing. Ball in dispute again. Doing really well defensively there for the Magpies was Colburn Veal and she locks it up, gains a stoppage. No, the umpire's going to call holding the ball. Dove on top of it. So the resulting free kick will go the way of St Kilda. It's Ebony Nixon. And with that left boot, it's a helicopter floating punt. That's a real finger break at that one. Pies win the football, though, through Jackson. She's been good in this game. Kick inside was OK. And now the Pies look to manufacture it out towards this open side where they've got a plethora of players. They've got the advantage here with the numbers, but that boundary line may beat them. No, it's kept alive. Handball inside to Durante. King, well, that's a, that's the cardinal sin. Don't handball to your fragment. King <laughs> dropped it. Smith got in there. Got a little kick around the body. Mark was dropped by Rapari. She went back in to try to win it. Doing well was Batuna. She was wrapped up, though. Pies doing really well to win the ball back. Handball won by Velado. She gets a handball over towards... Uh, that was uh, Smith and the kick in side forward 50 over the head now of Bunker she goes back to fetch it ball around 45 metres out from the Collingwood goal a big kick forward towards full forward Barnett's there in the goal square tried to mark it doing well there though the Saints they get back in numbers Barnett tackle holding the ball great tackle again geez that was really good follow-up work yeah absolutely and it's a sign that you've just got to keep your eye on the ball and go for those second third and fourth efforts Lucy Burke just unawares that Barnett was bearing down her again. And it's a tough angle, this one. She's about 25 metres out. Trots in. 
Starts it at that left goal post and it just doesn't want to work its way back. Ball doesn't go through though. It's still in dispute on the line. Oh, they're going to get a certain goal here. No, no, smother. Really well done by the Southern Saints defenders. Ball still alive. Wrapped up about 15 out from the Collingwood goal and we'll have a stoppage here. Southern Saints doing well to stop a score. Great work there by the Southern Saints. Good defensive pressure from them. Ball up now. Barnett went up for the ruck. Went through the legs of Burke, but cleared away now by Peck. Peck's kick still inside 50 for the Pies. In dispute into the hands of Bunker. Kick off the side of the boot went to Colburn Veal, but it went over the boundary line. So we'll have a throw in in that left forward pocket. Probably only three minutes, three or two minutes to go in this third quarter. Southern Saints yet to score a goal, but Collingwood lead 38 to three as the umpire calls. Or maybe a blood rule here? Yeah, I was going to say, this must be a blood rule. Yep. Player coming off the ground now for Collingwood as the umpire holds up play. So coming on now will be Neil as umpire calls for the boundary umpire to throw the ball in. So from the ball in into the hands of Rowe, over the hands to Jackson. Jackson just towards the boundary. Will it beat her? Yes, it will. So we'll have another ball in now on the opposite side of the forward 50 for Collingwood. Still in that right, in that right forward pocket for the Pies. They've dominated that forward half again so far in this third quarter. Umpire throws it in. Barnett just wrestles away. Got to the tap through the hands of Neil. Now with Burke. Burke got the kick away towards half forward. Looking looking for DeAngelis. DeAngelis in dispute. Velado did well to pressure the kick. Pressure her out of it. And now we're on the outer wing, just on the edge of the square. Ball bobbles around for a bit. Players come in from everywhere as the ball comes out the back into the hands of Purcell. Purcell handled uh, defensively, but only as far as Stewart for the Southern Saints. The ball over the top finds Neil inside 50. She's going to be corralled by a defender. Great handball to Moreau. She takes a bounce, fumbles the bounce, keeps it in front of her. Will she still get the goal? Yes! No! Bad bounce, swung, kicked across the face. Goodness gracious me. Bit of a comedy of errors there for the Southern Saints. In pursuit for their first goal, but Val Moreau can only muster a behind. So the Southern Saints... Get their second score for the quarter, but they're yet to get their first goal. Darn ball just didn't want to sit up for it. No. We were talking about the Pies getting a few lucky bounces earlier. Yeah. The Saints seem to get nothing but unlucky bounces. <laughs> so from the kick in row, she goes short. Bellardo, little chipping kick's okay. Looks like they're going to try and work this uh, towards the outer side. Kick inside's okay. It's Looks like we might have another Saint injured here. Keep, keep an eye out for that, Elise. As Collingwood chip mark, chip mark their way through this uh, Saints defensive press. And now they go long towards centre wing. King is the target over her head. Jolliffe was in there for the Saints. Ball spills out in front of the stoppage. Coming through was Purcell. She couldn't win the football. Ball in dispute again. Both sides really trying to gain clean possession. The handball came out now the way of Ma. And now... Collingwood can maybe muster up something but a good smother there. The Saints can go inside forward 50. Still trying to find that elusive first goal but Collingwood do well to clear the ball. Coming out to meet it was Neil. She got front spot and she sharked the football and kicked it towards the centre and now the Pies, they've got a, 
acre of space to work into. They go towards forward 50. Barnett, the target, had it well fisted away from her, but she went and won her own football and turned and wheeled and gained. She was really well tackled. It affected the kick. Chasing the ball back is Xander right towards the boundary, and the siren goes. It's going to beat her. And uh, she's kicked a ripper goal as well. <laughs> the siren's gone. So Collingwood 6 3 39. The Southern Saints five behinds, five points at three quarter time. A little bit better there from the Southern Saints defensively, I thought, at least. Yeah, absolutely. The defensive pressure was up, and they were able to get some run and carry on the ball and create a few options um, up, up in their uh, forward 50. But yeah, they were able to, uh, to stop Collingwood. Um, getting goals so easily like they were doing in the second quarter. And around the grounds as well at Deakin University. Geelong leading that one 4-6-30 against Williamstown for one straight goal, six points. And we'll be straight back after this ad break for the final quarter action between Collingwood and the Southern Saints. It is the Pies who lead it by 34 points heading into this final quarter. Draft Central is entering a new era covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls, Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz. Did you know you have superpowers? This March, World's Greatest Shave is back. Will you be a superhero and step up to shave the world from blood cancer? Every day, another 41 Australians are diagnosed with blood cancer. These families need your help. Lose your locks or colour your hair to raise funds for urgently needed support and to accelerate blood cancer research. Your superhero moment awaits. Sign up now at worldsgreatestshave.com or call 1-800-500-0AA to find out more. A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis, there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1-800-RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Australia is working hard to ensure we all have access to safe, effective and free COVID-19 vaccines, which will give us the protection to go about our everyday lives. The COVID-19 vaccines are being assessed carefully by independent clinical experts to ensure all potential vaccines meet Australia's high safety and quality standards. After vaccines are approved, they'll be rolled out, going to those most in need of protection first. To keep up to date, visit health.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Yes, indeed, back here on the Women's Australian Rules football radio broadcast of Collingwood and the Southern Saints. It is a Collingwood who have been dominant thus far in the opening three quarters, leading at 6 3 39 to the Southern Saints, five behinds, five points. It's uh, been all one way traffic for the majority of this game here at Victoria Park. Cracking conditions. Collingwood looking to go 2-0 heading into this final quarter. And uh, Elise, well, the Southern Saints, are, they're probably going to need a miracle to, to, to pluck this one. But um, what do you think they should be looking for in this last quarter? Yeah, you're right. They are going to have to pluck a miracle out of somewhere. But I think 
even if they do lose, I think they can still improve around the ground and they can build into next week. Their defensive pressure was up a lot in that third quarter, which was a good sign. It was able to, to stop Collingwood scoring so easily. I believe they only got one goal for the quarter. And, yeah, just trying to create the space and the run that, yeah, that um, try and get forward. And, uh, well, the goal kickers now for, for the Magpies. It's, it's been, and, and this is what... This is what I think most coaches really look for. It's been a real even spread going into this game. Ballas missed, kicked a goal. Caitlin Bunker's got on the scoreboard. And it hasn't all been Imogen Barnett. She's got on the scoreboard as well, but it's been a spread of them. Sarah King as well. So I think from a coaching point of view, I think Chloe McMillan, and I'm sure you'd share this sentiment as well, Lucy, the spread of goal kickers and contributors for the Magpies is a telling factor today. Yeah, definitely. And we've seen it spread also across sort of the halfback and uh, also uh, amongst the midfield as well. You know, Amelia Villado was playing a really, really good game off halfback, just applying so much pressure. But good to note that uh, Maddie Shevlin looks like her minutes are done for the day. She uh, was had the T-shirt on before, not the tracksuit, but just the T-shirt on over her playing jersey. So I think she's being rested now. But Maddie Shevlin was playing a great game for the Pies coming back from that wrist injury in this game. Now, what, what I noticed too towards that back end of the uh, third, uh, back end of that third quarter, Collingwood were really able to control possession, which is a sign of, of a team really developing and understanding where their players are going to be. I know, I'm sure you took notice of that, Elise. What did you make of that? They were, they were able to sort of lock down the Saints' ball movement forward by keeping their own possession. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah, didn't didn't give the Saints any, well, they gave a few easy chances, very, very few easy chances. And, yeah, they're particularly on this broadcast wing here, they're able to create some space and good communication ensures that they're able to handball from one player to the next and keep moving it forward. As uh, final quarter action is about to get underway here at Victoria Park. It is the Pies who lead it quite comfortably at the moment. 6-3-39 to the Southern Saints. Five behind, five points. On a beautiful Saturday afternoon here at Victoria Park. Sun's out, barely any wind. Blue skies around. And the final quarter action to be taken away by Lucy Watkin. So now fourth quarter gets underway. King with the handball away into the path of Bunker. Bunker got the kick away, but been slapped away at half forward by the Southern Saints but Xander did really well to outsmart her opponent there send it inside 50 over the head of her teammate running through was Stratton Stratton with the handball over the head ended up being clever now Neil Neil goes the defensive handball back out to Xander Xander on the right send it towards goal and it's perfect straight through the middle and another perfect start to a quarter for Collingwood they get the first goal with inside a minute they move to 7 3 45. Southern Saints, five behinds. Yeah, it was really good work there from the Pies. And what I was alluding to before, they were able to communicate and create that space for themselves and therefore create an option for their teammates. And uh, just around the grounds, before we get back into action here, Essendon have kicked the first goal and take the lead into the first break. 1 4 10 against Casey, who are yet to score. Their goal scorer there, Theodore. So back in the middle here at Victoria Park. And as the rucks go at it, ball falling the way of the Saints. Might have been in the back now, taken forward in the tackle. Went down on the knees and the umpire said, give it to me, we'll have another ball up inside the centre square. 
So we've travelled a minute and a half into this uh, final quarter. King in the ruck again against Bahana. And the Southern Saints just trying to manufacture a bit of space out to this open wing. They do have the numbers. Velado though, just quelling her sane opponent. She went to win the ball then. They do okay here. Little fend-off did really well there was Helen And her kick inside. It's a risky one. It's okay though. Falls towards Purcell who's wrapped up really well. And ball just bumbling about now. Comes out. It's in dispute at the moment. Being wrapped up. And we'll have a ball up. That's Emmett right under the pack there. And we'll have a ball up. Just the attacking side of the wing here for the Southern Saints. 7-3-45, the Magpies. Southern Saints, five behind, five points. Ball comes out the side of the stoppage. Pies have got the numbers here. Jackson, she's been really good this game. Handball to Velado, who was under the pump. Got a handball out. And now they're away, the Magpies. Emmett inside, forward 50. But the kick's a shocker. And taking the intercepting mark for the Southern Saints was Lucy Burkett. She'll come to this other side, although, no, it's been intercepted and the Pies are in. So the intercept there by Neil just came over the top, and but Southern Saints did well to hold up play there, just inside 50 for the Pies. So we'll have another ball up now, 45 metres from Collingwood's goal. Just on so. the... Sorry, Lucy, just on the injury front for the uh, Saints, looks like uh, Gabriella DeAngelis, who appeared to have been concussed or winded or something like that at the end of the, towards the end of the third term, has come back out onto the field. Good news there for Southern Saints fans is Neil did really well to get around her opponent, but the kick, she stubbed her toe and went along the ground. The umpires come in and said there was high contact. So there'll be a free kick going the way of... Deanna Jolliffe of the Southern Saints who just sends it right up that outer wing. Kick was dropped but does well to hold it up. Does slide us. Goes up the wing but now it is picked off by Collingwood. So Rowe on the outer wing looks to go back up the line. Does well and finds Jackson. So Jackson's centre wing on the outer side of Vic Park. She wants to go inboard but can't find a player. So again, goes long down the line through the hands of King. Ball on the ground, picked up by Jolliffe. Hit it with a bit of pace, got a handball over the top as the ball gets sent now towards half forward. Valmoreau dropped the mark, came through, did the Collingwood defender and it's going to be wrapped up 55 metres from the Southern Saints goal. So Saints pressing forward here. Ball tossed up. Ruck. Tap came from Neves, although the clearing kick goes the way of the Magpies. and Trying to force the ball forward here, the Southern Saints. They're under siege here from the Magpies' defence, really rolling up there and putting the pressure on, not allowing an easy possession for the Southern Saints, who trail by 40 points at the moment. It's all been one-rate traffic for the majority of this game. And the clearing kick out there by Emmon, around the body, gets out the back there, uh, Barnett just couldn't win the football. The Saints do okay and they work it up towards centre wing. Now they can try and manage a clean possession here. Thumping kick towards half four. The target for the Saints there is Bohana. Went out the back. In hot pursuit of the football, doing well was DeAngelis. She gets a kick inboard. It's okay. And now Jolliffe, she's got time and space to find a target. Kick inside, forward 50. It just fisted away there though. They've got a bit of time and space. Kick around the body's a nice one and it's a lovely goal. I think it's Salidas who's managed to get the first goal for the Saints. And it is indeed. So 
She gets a first goal for the Southern Saints of the day. They go to 1-5-11, Collingwood 7-3-45. Quick, slick ball movement, clean ball movement, at least call it, and it's resulted in their first goal of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I guess you could say that's what's been missing from the Saints for a lot of a lot of the game today, and it must be a relief for uh, Southern Saints fans to finally get a and the actual team themselves to finally get a goal on the board. And around the grounds, Geelong have uh, almost put this one to bed. 5-7-37 against Williamstown, who are one straight six. That game over there at Deakin University. So it took them four quarters to get their first goal, the Southern Saints, but they're on the board now as we come back for the restart. King over the top got the kick away into the hands of Stratton. Stratton couldn't get a clearance. Now it's held up in the middle of the ground. Handball now to Jolif. Back to Stewart. Stewart is going to come wide and look for Ashling Curley. So Curley, still just sort of in the centre of the ground, looks to come wide towards the broadcast position to Rapari. Couldn't take the mark, tapped it in front of herself. Had the pressure from Neve O'Connor. Just got a handball away, did Rapari into the path of Colburn Neal. She got a handball back to Rowe. She did a thumping kick up the wing, which found Stratton. Stratton did well, got the handball to Xander. Xander sends it inside 50 now for the Pies. Good kick and a great mark by Caitlin Bunker. Just on the line of the 50. So 50 metres now from the Collingwood goal. She's going to send it inside 50, just towards the hot spot. The fly by Bella Smith couldn't take the mark. Handball now to Neil. Couldn't get clean possession. She was wrapped up by... Deanna Smith, and the umpire says we'll have a ball up. I reckon Barnett's gone down here. Yeah, that Barnett. didn't look good. I don't know quite exactly what happened, but yeah, potentially another knee. But Maybe we'll have to see which how she gets up. Oh, could have been a knock. I reckon it might have been looked like a little cork. I reckon she might yeah, have just that's all right. in that contest. Yeah, she didn't look good when uh, she went down there. But the fact that she's gone straight up is a good sign for the Pies. So, from the resulting stoppage there, the Pies. Again, lock this one inside their forward 15. We'll have another another ball up. King in the ruck. Again here against Neves. King won the tap ball in dispute again. Neither team able to win a clean possession, although it comes out now. And the Southern Saints clear outside of defensive 50. Now, they've got a couple of numbers here to be able to utilise. Salitas, the sole goal kicker for the Southern Saints, uh, does very well. Sorry, that was Vanderheim. She did well, kicked it inside the middle, but doing well to pick it off there was Durante, and now she goes with a quick kick inside forward. 50 Saints have got the numbers, though, defensively. Kick out towards... Uh, kick out towards here. They do well. Oh, no, that's gone. That is holding the ball. Burke caught, done, gone. Right. She had time and space to be able to find an option, but just no awareness, unfortunately, of uh, Colburn. Veerly was bearing down behind her. Good defensive pressure. able to make the tackle, and the Pies go towards this other side, although the Southern Saints do well to trap it. So the switch kick didn't quite come off there for the Pies, but they did well to hold it up. Handball now to Edmonds for the for the Pies, who sends it inside 50. Kick hit the ground bunker, tried to make a contest, but cleared away by Vanderheim of the Southern Saints. Her kick, though, picked off very well by the Pies, and it's run off by Neil. Neil's kick smothered. Still inside 50 for the Pies, but it's going to be cleared away by the Southern Saints. As Curly, she gets it and takes for a run on the outside wing. One bounce. Keeps going, gets a kick towards half forward. Amelia Velado did a great spoil there, but into the hands of Moreau. Now sends inside 50 for the Saints over the head of Salidas. Salidas, she'll pick it, snap the ball just to the right. Salidas couldn't get her second or the Southern Saints second and will be a behind. 
They move to one goal, 6-12, trailing Collingwood, 7-3-45, about 10 minutes gone in this last quarter. So 33-point lead here to the Magpies, and they kick out from fullback. And long ball now by O'Connor down towards halfback and rising high there, but the ball comes out the back for the Magpies. A kick towards Neil. She leads a race for the football. They do well here, though. The Saints, McLean doing well to stumble. Neil in possession, but she wins the ball back and evades McLean. McLean did really, really well, but the ball out the back. Now Vanderheim, she's got time to steady. Poised, she's a kick is a dangerous one inside, and it's chopped off. Stratton takes the mark at centre, half forward. She's got options further afield. One of them's Barnett. Kick out in front of her. She's got time to gather in the forward pocket. Steps inside her opponent. She's got time to hit up a target, and she does really, really well. Great composure. Finds Molly Emmond, and... She's had a great last quarter and she can cap it off with a goal here. Really good poise by Barnett there, Elise. Yeah, absolutely. And the Saints defender didn't look like... It, that looked too easy for Barnett. She was just able to trot around and find, uh, find the option in Edmund. So Edmund. She's about 30 metres out, pretty much directly in front and the kick is going well across the face of goal and it's... Unlucky to even register a score. The umpire signals are behind, so the Magpies go to 7-4-46. The Southern States, 1-6-12. We've gone 10 minutes, 40 seconds into this final quarter here at Victoria Park. So no luck there for Collingwood to get the the lucky windbreak or the lucky bounce as Amelia Peck brings it in board for the Southern Saints. Going long, looking for Neves. Neves dropped the mark out the back. Managed to gain possession, but was absolutely harassed. Did very well to get the handball to Stewart. Stewart, handball back to Neves, who goes back to goes back to Vanderheim. But the kick came off the side of her boot, and it will be a free kick to the Pies for out on the full. Stratton will take the resulting kick for Collingwood. About 70 metres out from the Collingwood goal. In front of the interchange bench there. She goes inboard looking for Barnett. Barnett did well to affect the spoil. Ball hit the ground. Out came Jolif. Kick away for the Southern Saints towards Salidas, though, will bounce. And we'll have last touch out of bounds going the way of Amelia Villado for the for the Pies. So the Southern Saints trying their best to get it out, but they just keep hitting that roadblock of either out of bounds on the full or last touch out of bounds as Villado goes back and finds Jasmine Ferguson right on centre wing in front of our broadcast position. She goes back to Villado, who goes for a bit of a run, sends it towards 50, kick over the head of Nixon, but into the hands of Bunker. She got a handball away looking for Stratton, but she just overran the football. Ball over for a throw-in. I thought they were going to say a free kick for high contact there, but I think Rapari got away with one. So we'll have ball inside 50, throw-in. For the pies. Elise Collett, match analyst. Yeah, she was very lucky to, to not give away the high contact there, but it was the right idea from the Saints trying to bring it out to the wing, but the uh, that unfortunate lasso rule, which, if I'm being honest, I still don't understand why it's in this level, but that's a rep for another day. So, Velado Tamar from the stoppage of Southern Saints. Oh, that could be a throw. No umpires said play on. They manufactured a little handball out. Stewart was trying to grab that football and try to get a clean possession, though. It was well won back by the Pies, but a relieving mark in the last line of defence. And that will hopefully relieve some of the pressure, although uh, Bahana went over her head. 
Ball outside, defensive 54. The Saints now, and I think we're going to have a stoppage. We are indeed right on the 50 logo, the BHP logo on this broadcast side. It's the Magpies who lead at 7-4-46. The Southern Saints 1-6-12. 13 minutes, 20 seconds gone in this final quarter. And the ball from the stoppage ends up with Guy. She snaps towards, or she snaps centrally inside forward 50, around about 30 out from their goal. Trying to go through was curling. Got a good little handball out. And now the Southern Saints can clear. It's a good kick, and Bohana takes a mark That's at half 50. back. Yeah, Very 50. obvious 50 there. Given away by Olivia Maher. And uh, now the Southern Saints can gain some territory and go forward. As Bohana, she wastes no time sprinting towards her mark. Jeez, it's She's just going to keep 50. running. It's a solid 50. So, Bohana, she's been taken right to the point of the centre square here at centre-half forward. And she's got targets, a low driving kick coming in to chop it off, doing really well there was Marla Neal. That was courageous, and she takes the mark, dropping back into the hole. Now she goes into the middle. It's a good kick as well. Molly Emmons, she's been everywhere this last quarter. At centre-half back, looks laterally. Now she goes... The target there, I think, was O'Connor. It's going to bounce away of the Southern Saints. O'Connor put a good tackle in, but no, the umpire said, you held on for too long, and it'll be a free kick going the way of the Southern Saints. So Southern Saints move it quickly now towards the outside wing. Looking for Val Moreau. Couldn't take the mark. Hands it back to Colburn Veal out to the outer wing. Curling now, chopped it off for the Saints to Joel Liff. Handball over the top, find Moreau. She got another handball to half forward to Alice Burke. Burke goes inside 50, but playing in front was the Collingwood defender. Couldn't take the mark. Umpire says play on, and Moreau was taken high. So free kick going the way of the Southern Saints inside 50. Val Moreau, about 40 metres from goal, slight angle. Originally played, started AFL in Montreal in Canada. So Moreau's going to... The shot on goal gets very close to the woman on the mark. Only his top will make it to the top of the goal square. No mark taken. Ball's in dispute. It's going to bobble out. Tackles applied just inside the goal square. Umpire hovers and said, let's ball it up. Collingwood leading the Southern Saints in this last term. About four minutes to go. The umpire balls it up at the top of the goal square to the advantage of Kapalis. She couldn't get clean possession. Back to Salidas. Kick around the body. Gets a goal. Renee Salidas, she gets her second goal. And she gets the Southern Saints second. They move to 2-6-18. Trailing Collingwood 7-4-46. Thank you to Kate McCarthy for telling us that number 50 <laughs> was Salidas. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known that she kicked two goals this game. Yeah, it's been... Finally got a, a bounce going their way there, the Saints. And they were looking really good try with with their possession going into the forward 50 and they're finally getting a reward for their effort. But some might say too little, too late. So it'll be O'Connor having her time in the ruck now against uh, Tara Bohana, who's tore the way valiantly for the Southern Saints today. So from the restart... 
And that should be a hold against... No, no, it's not going to go the way of the Saints. Umpire was just blindsided there. Ball comes away by Parna. She gets a quick snap on her left boot. Couldn't not take, not being able to take the mark was Purcell. Now the Southern Saints go inside forward 50. Waiting at the back there was Neves, but taking a good intercepting mark there was Jasmine Ferguson, who's worked her way into the game in this last quarter. Short kick's OK. And now the Pies just slow it down. Molly Edmund. And she's had nearly double-figured disposals this quarter. She's been absolutely everywhere. And the kick towards the outer side here at Victoria Park. So Pies looking to, to wrap this one up. Long kick towards centre wing. And a lovely mark there taken on the outer side. And now a big thumping left boot from Bella Smith. Her kick towards centre wing is really well marked. Doing well there, Maddie Capsala. She's... Played well in defence today, and her kick out wide towards Diana Jolliffe. Smack bang, centre wing on that NAB logo there, out of sight here at Victoria Park. It's the Pies who lead at 7-4-46, Southern Saints 2-6-18. Not long to go in this one. We've just ticked over 18 minutes into this final quarter of the Saints. Press this ball forward at half half forward for them. Collingwood do well defensively to wrap a few tackles up. Neves with a quick little handball out. Well quashed by the Pies, though. They do well defensively again. Good series of tackles, but the ball bobbles out the back now. The Saints can go inside forward 50. Ball falling out the back. Uh, Purcell was there trying to thwart that offensive press forward by the Saints. Quick little kick forward was okay, and a good diving mark. I think Marla Neal has stepped in front and taken that one. She's taken a few courageous marks this quarter, and that's another one. She's at halfback here for the Magpies. So Marla Neal with the helmet just on the other side of the ground gets a quick kick to Emmond. Another touch. As Paul's mentioned, <laughs> racking up the touches in this last quarter, Emmond. They're just slowing it down now, the Pies. About a minute to go in the last quarter. Emmond handballs out wide to Purcell. Purcell on the left goes to the centre of the ground. Kicked, didn't find a target through hands, but it will come away from Caps by Capsalas for the Saints. Saints go to the wide towards the wing and Bahana will take the mark. Wheels and goes quickly on the left. Just caught the player as they were running towards 50. Quick ball now inside 50, looking for Salitis. Salitis oh, got no. it, stopped, oh. propped, right, kick around the body. Didn't quite get the bounce, but now it's in the hands of Rapare. Her snap went towards the hot spot, didn't find a target. Quick kick off the side of the boot, Mark. So stop there by the Pies. Stop there by Jasmine Ferguson on the last line of defence, and she'll send it back towards the outer side of the ground. But it was affected by the Southern Saints now, still inside 50 for them as it gets kicked away by Ferguson again. Neves, she's out the back, just on the last line for the Southern Saints and it gets sent back inside 50. Great mark taken there yeah, by Tara Bahana. Yeah, it was great mark by, by Bahana there and it looked like if something had gone slightly awry, she might have dropped it there, but yeah, it's a bit of a so Bahana has the chance to get the Southern Saints a goal after the final siren. Directly in front, 35 metres out, Tara Bahana. She sends it on its way. It's a beautiful kick right over the top of the goal umpire's hat. He signals it. for yeah. a goal and the Southern Saints will finish the day with... Sorry. That's all right. Apologies, new system... Our new, our new scoring system because we can't see the scoreboard. 3-6-24 to the Collingwood Magpies, 7 4 
46. So the Magpies will come away 22-point winners today here at Vic Park in round two. Well, a dominant display by the Magpies in the end, although I think they may have uh, probably just taken the foot off the gas a little bit late, controlling controlling possession. And uh, well, what, did, what did you make of it, Elise? I think the, the Pies, just, just the class above today, and that, that, that was evident by the scoreboard, clearly. Yeah, absolutely. And that second quarter showed the difference in the sides, I think. They were... How many did the uh, Pies get? Four, four goals, one to absolutely nothing in that second term. And, yeah, although... The defensive pressure from the Saints lifted in that um, second half there. It was just, yeah, it was just a case of too little too late, one might argue. It's, yeah, if that second quarter hadn't happened, things might have been a bit different, but alas. Yeah, it just seemed to be that, that second quarter that, that, that did it for, for the Magpies, wasn't it? I think after half time, I think it was a pretty even contest. Maybe the Saints might have even had, or the Saints definitely did have, have the better of it after after half time. But Collingwood defensively loose here, looked look fairly rock solid until maybe maybe sort of the last five minutes when, when the pressure really came off the game, I think. Yeah, definitely. They sort of lost, sort of, you know, thought they had the game wrapped up the pies and sort of let, let the Saints get a few easy ones out the back with that um, open forward 50. But Renee Salatis did very well to capitalise on those uh, lapses and did work very well for Southern Saints today. But I think Collingwood, they did control the game for for most, for the most part and uh, did really well. Now, I think uh, from a best on perspective, I thought uh, Amelia Villado was, she was torn away brilliantly down back and, and trying, to yeah. for, trying to get that ball movement and change going for Collingwood going forward. What did you make of her game, Elise? Yeah, she was absolutely brilliant. Even yeah, In defence and even up to the half forward line she was just in and under and in absolutely everything um alongside her the likes of um maddie shevlin before she uh, was rested in that final term christy stratton xander had quite a bit of the ball bala neil had those great great marks i could could list half the part side here to be <laughs> perfectly honest but yeah it was just a great Great team effort from the Pies there. Who was your pick of the bunch for, for today, Lucy, from both sides? Or if there's a one clear standout? I thought Villado, as we've mentioned, was, was very good playing off playing off half-back. And I thought the pace of Maddie Shevlin was really important to the Magpies, Magpies early. She's a very good user. And when she got the ball, she usually broke away from the pack uh, with her speed. So I thought she played really well. Yeah. You've got to love what Imogen Barnett brings to that that forward line mm. as well. Competitive, she 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 had she showed poise under pressure as well in that yep. in that last quarter to when, when the Saints were when the game was all but done, but they, they were pressing hard, and and although she although she only kicked the solitary goal, I thought I thought she was fantastic, providing an outlet for for them as they move move forward, and and Sarah King in the ruck. You know, she, yeah. she had to do battle against against the likes of, you know, Neves and, and Bohana. They, they pretty much double-teamed her all day, but she, I thought she was still able to get out and, and, and almost break even from that point of view. You're coming up against two rucks, it's, it's hard to quell, but I thought I thought she was excellent. And then the lone hand up front, Salidas for yeah. <laughs> the Southern Saints. How good were her goals? Yeah, they were great goals. And as I said, it sort of was just um, Salidas just capitalising on the chances that were offered to her and being very creative and using her experience to really to, to, to create the opportunities. But I think for the Southern Saints, they'll be very sad to see Rebecca Ott go down with that left injury not looking good. She's on the crutches at the moment, slowly making her way off the field with 
the rest of the Saints girls, but yeah. didn't look good, did it? Did not look good yeah. for that's Rebecca Ott. That's a bit of insult to injury, and, and unfortunately, after after their game today. Now, from the Southern Saints' perspective, what, what did they actually do well? Because they actually had nice passages of play going forward, at least. But they just, as we kept saying throughout the call, they just weren't able to capitalise on those movements going inside forward fifty. Yeah, absolutely. When they were able to create space and and the quick run for themselves, they looked really good and really dangerous. But yeah, just a bit of combination of control, bad kicks, a little bit of bad communication as well, and just that intense pressure from the pies just yeah, it was not was not helpful for the Saints today. It was it was hard to stop, wasn't it? And single goal scorers all round for the Magpies and the Southern Saints obviously. So Lightus only kicking their, their two goals for the game and Bohana getting one right at the end. I, I thought she was I thought she tore away really well, Tara Bohana and the coach. Coach Dale Robertson said before the game that she was going to, going to play an important role for the team. I thought she, she played exceptionally well. And, and and even Deanna Jolliffe too. So I think there are some, despite the loss, there are some good things that the Saints can take take out of this game going into next week's fixture as well. But um, unfortunately, a 22-point 20, defeat for them. Collingwood now undefeated. They go two and zip and on their way to Premiership Defence. And uh, as we go around the grounds, live game at the moment in the 2021 Rebel VFL Women's Geelong, absolutely running away with it there at Deakin University. 7-10-52 to Williamstown, two straight 12. So that game pretty much all but over there as uh, we come back to Victoria Park as fans are back out on the ground and, um, you know, just away from the game. It's just, it's nice to see people back at the footy no masks, everyone's smiling, the sun's out. Isn't it brilliant? Yeah, absolutely. After the year we've had, it's just it's good to have something to look forward to. Definitely, definitely. And uh, Well, next week, both of these teams, or tomorrow we've got uh, VFLW action as well. So uh, we've got Darabin v Hawthorne. Hawthorne, uh, we're obviously, uh, they've got a couple of injuries. Jessica Trend, unfortunately, going down with, with what was a confirmed ACL last week in um, in the game against uh, the Bulldogs. And then we've got uh, my girls, Carlton. They come up against Port Melbourne, who, who were quite impressive in their uh, in their first round victory. New coach, yeah. new players, and, yeah. and uh, they look like they might be a premiership threat this year as well. But um, if you had to pick one player out of today from an AFLW perspective too, I thought, I think... <laughs> It's, it's obviously going to be tough for someone in that Magpie side to get into a five-and-zip Collingwood mm. team, but I think the fact that they've managed Maddie Shevlin is a sign that she might be yeah. close or on the cusp. And Amelia Villada, I mean, they've got a plethora of options if, if one or two do go down or one or two do drop off with form. So, geez, they, they're irresistible at the moment, the Magpies. Undefeated at all levels. Undefeated at all levels now. That's, that's very true, yeah. Seven-and-zip, so, and, um, well, except for the boys. They just couldn't get the job done last night in the, in the pre-season game. Not that that really counts for much. I was about to say, that's not really real season yeah, yet. Not, so It's not, is it? Yeah. So, uh, well, as we get on with this one too, one of the players who was a standout in that last quarter for the Magpies, Molly Emmett. Yeah. She yep. really, look, I know the game, and I know people say there's a junk time disposal and all that, but when the game, I mean, the Southern Saints were really pressing in that last quarter. She mm -hmm. stood up and was just able... To what what I really enjoyed about her game was that she was controlled and 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 really con and really concise with her ball use. Yeah. And her poise under pressure was was really good. I don't know what you two made of her, but I I, I kept calling her out in the call because she was, she was just everywhere. Yeah, it's a pity that they don't don't do live stats like disposals at the at the game because it would have been interesting to see how many she did get in the end in that last quarter. Yeah, and and the pies being able to control. 
aspects of the game late as well. And, and I think what I think we look forward to as well is the game beginning to really start to open up and those scrums and malls starting to become a thing of the past. And we're starting, we're starting to see that with these girls at this level. You know, They're starting to be able to link up with the chains by handball, link up with short kicks as well, and try to split open an opposition defence that way rather than just the surge kick forward, which I think is what the Southern Saints were trying to do when they switched the ball in that first half, but it just didn't come off for them in that okay. second quarter. I don't know what you made about that, Elise, but I didn't mind the Saints actually trying to try something different. Yeah, you could see what they were trying to do, but if they'd done it like a couple of metres further forward, they might have been safer because they were still like on the cusp of, the, of their defensive 50. So with that one, we are going to wrap up things today. And uh, it's been a pleasure to call this game between uh, the Magpies and the Southern Saints. It was the Magpies who victorious here, 7-4-46 to the Southern Saints, 3-6-24. And don't forget to tune in to the Women's Australian Rules Football broadcast of Darabin v Hawthorne from 10.30am. And then that'll be followed by Carlton v Port Melbourne. So plenty of football action this weekend. It's been a pleasure to be part of the broadcast. All the best. Oh, 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 oh,